Alright everybody, welcome back to Cinematic Savants with Sean and Tommy, and uh, I'd like to introduce y'all to the newest member of our Holy Trinity, our permanent uh, host right here, Mr. Oh, Ryan God. Winters. Is, uh, oh man. He's accepted our invitation to fully come in here every single week and talk this shit that we like to call Movie Central right now. Yes, yes. Dude, I can't, I can't, I'm honored. I'm, I'm extremely honored. I'm shocked you honored. said yeah, because I thought you was going to like lean back into your little semi-celebrity, like be the <laughs> guest that just pops in and out every other like week or something like that. Yeah. And, like. Yo, man, yo, we all like groupies. I just think you had a few of them. <laughs> right. oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Well, well, we want to, yeah, welcome you to the team, man. So, thank you yeah. for joining us, yeah, man, man, because this this makes it more complete. Yeah, man, we got three people uh, for good here, so that's dope, man. So, you know a lot about movies, so you're perfect for it. You already know the setup, so uh, we'll be ready to roll here. So, I appreciate that, yeah. and yeah. my level of appreciation is extremely high. Thank you, guys. It's always very good to. Being a uh, around friends, yeah, yeah. who uh, have a passion and, right. and appreciation for the for filmmaking, right? So and this is a positive thing that we do, and this keeps keeps you out of trouble at the very least. So, uh, yeah, because I like it, to argue movies more too. than I like to. I like to argue movies. a lot of things, uh, but you know, this is fun, and this is we could be, you know, people could be out here on the streets doing dumb stuff. So, we at least we know we're safe and we're together here. So, yeah, exactly. oh yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah. Well, at least an hour. I don't know what you do after this, but here we get to go. It's usually yeah. not safe. Yeah. <laughs> I stay in my house I got as much to do as with possible. What y'all do when y'all leave you here? Stay man. married and yeah. use condoms. Right. I'm, I'm taking my ass home, man. <laughs> you know, I ain't doing nothing. Every right. time I step outside, go somewhere yeah. else, I'm like, this is exactly why I don't leave my fucking I know, house, man. man. Y'all ignorant ass people. Listen don't to do the shit. news. Somebody gets shot. It's, it's rough out man. here. It's yeah, rough so out here. It is. It is. Oh, man, so. it's, it's rough out in these cinema streets too, yeah. man. I had a rough very, time on this high that we had. Yeah, it was rough, man. Not being here. We. I look forward to coming here with you guys. You know, what I mean, every Tuesday. Oh, it was very it was. depressed. Yeah. yeah, it was a uh, week it without was, Cinemax of Vines. It was more than that. Yeah, <laughs> two months you, almost. Oh, I'm so happy you guys are back, and I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, you back too. You know, you yeah. with us. Okay, so, yeah. yeah. All right. So, I'm going to try to live yeah. up to yeah. your high expectations. All right. We're good. Talking about. We're good. No, and then yeah. just a brief explanation on our high haters because I had people like constantly hounding me like, hey, hey, hey where's y'all episode at? Yeah. yeah, I had a new episode. All right. What happened was our engineer, he moved to a new house, so it took him a little while to get set up because this man works more than a Puerto Rican. <laughs> so, swear to God, man. He, he's always at a wedding. He's always at like a DJ party or something like that. He's always busy. So we had to give him as much grace as we could to make sure that he had us set up right when he came back. And it gave us plenty of time to catch up on some movies. Lord knows right. I caught up on a lot of movies. We did. We did. And a lot yeah. of shows. Mm-hmm. That was different for me. Cause right. Usually movies overtake my shows. But I saw a few shows. One that you recommended to me. What's that? The the clickbait, okay. which is yeah. easily yeah, one of the top shows of the There's year. a show me. called Clickbait. Yeah, clickbait, and yeah, it was dope. it's, dope. it's yeah. really fucking good. Because yeah. those finally giving me a, like a heads up, like hey. Netflix has been getting my fucking letters mm-hmm. about, hey, y'all need to bring back Stranger Things or else because I'm getting tired of this seventeen ninety nine. Yeah, and they came out with some fucking fire, man. I they did. They, they came out with some fucking. They came fire. out with a couple of knockers right back to back there. And uh, one of them, I can't. Apparently, Squid Game was just one of those. They just took it off the DVD shelf, just went. Yeah. Blew the dust off yeah. and just handed it to us. And I was around. like, damn, y'all had this in the tub yeah. all this time? Yep. Like, yep. all right. So, I'm glad you said that, Tommy. No, because Squid Game was, it was cool. We're going to review it. Cause oh, I was, all right, because it was definitely my binge worthy. For it, sure. I, I binge that. Just, and and I, we got a lot to talk about, but I got I a lot to talk about about that show because that's probably yeah. the craziest thing I've ever seen. You seen Squid Game? I have not that's seen it. That's the craziest show I've ever you seen need, in my life. Like, you need man. to watch that, man. Yeah. But I, I recommended a movie 
by the name of Battle Royale in times past, Sean. Have you seen Battle I Royale? I haven't seen it. I'm guessing sim- there's something similar, but where can similar you, premise. Where can you find that though? You know, what I mean, like, is that something that's on a? It's a it's an early two thousand low key Japanese yeah. movie. But Battle Royale is about a group of teenage high school students from the worst high school in that nation who just get randomly chosen every year. They don't know they're happening. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You did mention and that. And they yeah. put an explosive device around their neck. The fuck? And this is a live TV show where people get a chance to bet on who's going to be the survivor of that high school class. Man. The These it, it, Battle Royale was great. So if you've ever seen Kill Bill Volume 1, mm-hmm. the girl who was, um, what's, uh, in, in Kill, Bill, Kill Bill Volume 1, oh. they had Lucy Liu. Oh, her, her side? Her uh, side, her, her right-hand girl. Oh, I know. Had who a talking had about. a ball and chain, right? And was swinging it around. She's she's a an actor in Battle Royale. Oh, I liked her in Kill Bill. She oh, was yeah. she was freaking. That's why she got that Kill Bill role. Oh, I, so she got that off of that movie Battle Royale. Got her to Kill Bill. Oh, okay. So this I, is yes, the way. It's yes. old then. This is no, older. if you consider early two thousands old, then yes. well, yeah. Mean, Kill Bill's not, like what? At least ten years. I, old? That came out when we was high 2000? school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two or three. I yeah, think. we were in high school when Kill Bill that's came a, out. Yeah, it's old school. So yeah, that's old cool. now. Shit, that is yeah. very old. Oh yeah. man, we old well, as fuck. Oh man, Asians age differently than us. Right, right. We age like bananas. Man, black don't crack, man. No, no, we don't. <laughs> no, no, we don't. No, but but shout out to y'all. I missed y'all. Glad I missed this, back, man. man. I'm, I'm glad to be back in my element right yes, now because yes. all I've been doing is watching movies, catching up, trying yeah. to get some advice to my peoples right, out there. Right. So I'm talking and about. So 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 we back like we never left, baby yeah, man. man. We, we back in here. To it. We in here. All right, I'm gonna kick this off, man. All Standing right. ovation only because this dude impressed me with uh, his uh, his role in Loki and uh, a movie that I just saw recently that. I recommend it to you. That's mm-hmm. on Netflix. The harder they fall. I saw it. Okay. And, yeah. and it's going to my man Jonathan Majors. Oh man, this what a dude! Nice. This yeah. dude impressed the fucking shit out of me in his last two roles. And I, I haven't seen Lovecraft Country yet. Yeah, that's, that's right. That was next that's why I recognize list. him. For I gotta him, put that on my yeah. watch list. Yes. Yep. Yeah, but Jonathan Majors. Oh my god, man! The harder they fall. Have you seen that one yet? The the western on on, on Netflix with uh, Idris Elba, Virginia King. I know. I I know who you're talking about. I know the actor. In quite, I know the actor. I I decided to watch The Heart of They Fall on a Saturday, on a Sunday morning at two a.m. in the morning. <laughs> Damn, that's random as hell. And I didn't know Idris Elba was going to be the bad guy in that. Yeah, I'm yeah. So, I, I didn't Lord know that. Mercy. So I've only seen the fifteen minutes of that, and I woke up Sunday morning and watched football the rest of the day, and fell asleep getting ready for Monday. It's worth watching. Work. Yeah. But okay, I'm, that, I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it that because I enjoyed fucking, the first 15 minutes. That movie was fucking fire. That's what I'm. I talking. ain't I ain't I ain't never expected to see something like that. All black cowboys. Yeah. Shit. Lord, it was like, what the hell am I watching? I thought it was like a like a Tarantino movie. Like it they just like completely that, reimagined yeah. everything. But apparently, mm-hmm. this was something that was real. Like they were like black towns out there were just full of black cowboys. I. I must have fell asleep in history class. I missed well, they this never completely. talked about that. Of yeah, course not. Yeah, no, yeah. You, I think those two pages in history are stuck together. You know, they, <laughs> they, they weren't really talking about right. it because I was sitting there thinking, like, black cowboys? Like, what? But you, I don't see how we could have been. No, we were slaves back then still, right? 
We would not, been, not everybody. Not yeah. everybody. Not, they not, said they had black slave owners back then. So yeah, right. Who knows right. What, what really happened? Yeah. Because they didn't teach that very well. So shout out to Fort Wayne Community Schools. Y'all yeah, left me ignorant. <laughs> I didn't know they were like that either. Oh, yeah. Lord have mercy. I thought Django was the only black thing when they were Yeah, usually you used to see it like one. one. He yeah, going like yeah. fucking God mode. But this right. was like all black cowboys. All black it was cats, like, yeah. holy shit. Like this, it was a really fucking good movie. I really enjoyed that movie. Jonathan Majors did great. Idris Elba is just. Like, what can you really say about Idris Elba, man? This dude don't fuck up, man. No, this, this no, dude, he needs to be the next James Bond. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I got to say. I wanted that, next. but I keep thinking, like, he's too old. Because a James Bond run usually is like, like okay. how, how did Daniel Craig do it? Like, 10 years? Yeah. He, he did, like, rock. five movies, 10 years, something like that. I think uh, yeah. Pierce Brosnan did, like, eight or something like that. He had, like, four of them. Could have been. He so, was yeah, on a video gotta, game back I, I hear you, but I Pierce, know, and Pierce I started Brosnan. watching Goldeneye. That's how bored I got. I hate this. I started watching Goldeneye. I like that I ain't going to lie. Him diving off the cliff into uh, the cliff. Uh, I was like, holy shit, that's dope as fuck. Okay. I one of the best stunts in movie yeah, history. Yeah, I, I like see that. why everybody liked Goldeneye I like right Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, I like That's my favorite. handsome son of a bitch, man. That's the thing. You have to be handsome to be, you know, 007. You can't be an ugly motherfucker running around. Touche, so, yeah, touche. Yeah, yeah. So, Gotta be a ladies man. Absolutely. Yeah, like yeah. He's, no he's, he's real elegant and he's got the nice cars and stuff. So it works used to have like that nice sultry voice, right? Man. Just like, oh man. Yeah, just, he's just. Uh, I digress, but yeah. Once again, Jonathan Majors, man, tremendous job for what you've been doing, man. He, he, and um, what's the one guy from uh, Candyman? Um, Candyman. Uh, oh, the, the play leading Candyman. Uh, he oh, played like a oh, um, black man to Yaya Madhuma. Yaya I think it's yeah, those yeah, two. Yeah, those yeah. two. If our Hollywood future is in those hands, yeah. this looks very fucking good right, because right. those Agreed. two dudes are fucking incredible. Yeah, he's killing it for sure. He was uh, uh, what's the dude from? Um, what did he call him from Loki? Um, the Oh, uh, uh, he who remains. That's right, what he gave right. his name. He, he's, he's, he's Kang. Kang the, Kang Conqueror, the Conqueror. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 yep so. so yeah, he did an incredible job in that. So oh, cool, yeah, man. shout out to Jonathan Majors this week. Standing ovation goes to you, bro. Yeah. Love right. you. Thank I, you. That's a must watch. Okay. That, I will watch that for the end that. of the week. Yep. You gotta watch it, man. You gotta text as soon as you watch yeah. it, man. Because I was gonna text you at the wrath of man. But I was like, right. no, you wait. I'll wait till I see yeah. it. You know what? I'm glad you made time for that. I'm so glad you made time for that. Wrath of man was pretty fucking. Dope, like, it was. I was so it was. You put me it. onto it. I saw it. and I just kept going over it. And you, you said watch it. My mom said to watch it, so I watched it. It was great. Your mom enjoyed that show. Yeah, she really liked. Cause she liked westerners anyway, western movies anyways. And then yeah, you got okay. a black western movie. Ah, oh, you can hang it up. She loved yeah, that. You know right, what I mean? Right. Although she argued me the end. I won't say the end. So you go ahead and watch it. We won't talk about it. So I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so, very much. Okay. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll you will let Dub or Ryan Winters here catch up. How's I saw Regina King's in there. She did. She plays a good role. She's well, not a good role, but she's in it. She's part of like Idris Elba's. Gang. Like they're, yeah. they're, she's a bad guy in it, kind of. Yeah, okay. she's on the bad right. gang. Yeah, but it just depends on how you look at that perspective. Like right. they're trying to be progressive, trying to build up their town, but of course it's kind of like right. y'all need to pay y'all tax in order for to build yeah. up this black mecca and that we're trying a, to work on. There's a story why they are the way they are. They yeah. tell like their individual stories of why they became who they became. You know what I mean? So, and, and I'm dope. very the, excited. The, the to twist see at the end. Caught me off guard, so you gotta watch it for that at least. So yeah, that's what I'm talking. Get me something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. All right, so Ryan, what, what you got for standing ovation this week, man? I'll, stand I'll o- let you go next. Stand ovation, okay. Appreciate that, Tommy. <laughs> okay, uh, we're going a little bit old school, and a lot of my pick for standing ovation has to do with the influence in my life. Okay, because he, the boss of my job said, 
We should build a wall in the United States. I'm sick of this crap. Damn, what the hell happened to him? A white woman. Okay, that makes sense. A mm-hmm. white woman. Just say care. You know, we get it. Who voted for Trump. Of course. And says the white male had... And, you know, I can, I can, you I can know, just imagine the rant that is, she probably it, went on. So she said, Bill "Oh, it is, it, it is, it is." <laughs> like first off, like, I'm still friends okay. with my slightly older female boss, but she is far has far more strong political and American future beliefs than I do, and it pissed me off that she made that comment. <laughs> so I'm going to go with an old school filmmaker by the name of Stanley Kubrick. Oh, for a number of, of different reasons. Uh, the, the Shining, a fucking legend, yes. a, a, yeah. a legend. Yes, but we've entered the age where conspiracy theories are actually mainstream. Yes, it is. Ha- can you believe? Can- somebody everybody, who grew up watching the X Files. Everybody has a conspiracy theory. That's my theory. If yeah. I would have brought up the Illuminati in middle school, half of my middle school class would have said, "I have no idea what you're talking about." Yeah, a good conspiracy Free- is nobody believes you. That's a good one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We oh, we yeah. we've been going through that every day now. I mean, with the conspiracy with these COVID shots, and now everybody has to be mandated. You know, I mean, there's a conspiracy behind all there of that. There is a conspiracy. Yeah, you know and I mean? and yeah. I understand the trepidation. The only right, reason right. I got vaccinated is because my family did. Believe me, yeah, yeah. I was I wasn't gonna get vaccinated. Just I was scared. I was scared of the COVID situation. I, I definitely feel this is a power play. Mm-hmm. And I d I didn't trust the vaccine. Yeah. But if my family is going to go through it, I'm, I'm going to go through it with the people I right. love and care about the most. But I, I think it's more, it's, it's not always just about you too, though. You know what I mean? It's Definitely about not. everybody else. You Absolutely know what I mean? Not. Like, you could have a personal feeling about it, but shit, if it's protecting somebody who has a weaker immune system or whatever, right. that's that's the bigger picture. You know what I mean? And that's For what sure. I've been telling people who, got, who are if you're biter or who are on the outside looking in. They worry about what's going on, what's going in it, and all that stuff. You know what I mean? We don't have to talk about this. But I just feel like it's it's bigger than just the individual. And so, it, it absolutely yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, it so. absolutely is. And that's one of the reasons I picked Stan Crew yeah. for my standing ovation. Mm-hmm. Just because uh, we just passed the Halloween season. So The Shining got watched yep. uh, the day before Halloween. And uh, with all the, the, <coughs> the political and social situations going on throughout the world right now i wanted to highlight a filmmaker who makes anti-war films because the united states is whatever uh opinions you have the united states has pretty much been the shining light for the filmmaking industry yeah Yeah. so whatever we can argue automotive uh military whatever uh fossil fuel gasoline whatever you want to call it Mm. Whatever you want to think USA is number one in, it's pretty much universal that United States is number one in filmmaking. And we are the envy of the world as far as the filmmaking industry goes. And we came out of uh, the legend of Shang-Chi and the mm-hmm. legend of Ten Rings. Yeah. And I, I, I talked about my opinion <coughs> yep. out of that. And I've, I've, this money-wise that mm-hmm. Asia has surpassed that as far as has surpassed the United States as far as profit goes as far as actual box office dollars. But there's a lot of difference with that. But the main reason I wanted to bring up Stanley Kubrick for my standing ovation today is because he makes a lot of anti-war movies. He's made two anti-war movies that really stand out. One is a 
1957 movie called Paths of Glory with the the leading actor is uh uh the Kirk Douglas's no um uh what's the Doug what's the Douglas actor from Michael Go- Douglas Michael Douglas his dad is Kirk Douglas yeah thank you Sean I appreciate yeah. that Kirk Douglas stars in Paths of Glory and this is about a general in World War One in Britain who has to pretty much lead a suicide mission against the German military. And because he loses that mission, his superiors makes him execute three of his leading military personnel. Damn. And, and, uh, and we, there's a movie that I'm sure three, if you haven't seen Pascal, I'm sure the three of us have seen full metal jacket. Yeah, that's rough. Full metal jacket. Full metal jacket. Now, Salute to the military. There's a lot of heroism involved in that. Mm-hmm. And if you desire, decide to join the military and give your life for your country, you deserve my utmost respect. So, so salute to you. But in today's American culture, people are trying to call out politicians. <clears throat> Biden's to blame for this. Yeah, Trump's sure. to blame yeah, for that. Obama's have... to blame. Yeah, yeah there's always <clears throat> a finger pointing. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The troop strength of a nation is through its military and it's not always heroic and Stanley Kubrick called that out and another part of Stanley Kubrick is that uh, he pretty much delves in to the dark side of human nature mm. and yeah us hum- yeah, you guys are I'm so thankful that I have Sean and Tommy as friends yeah. and if you guys have me on here but Stanley Kubrick highlights the dark side of human nature quite a bit and somehow those decisions go wrong. Yeah. So Stanley Kubrick is most famous for The Shining. Of course. That's the number one thing I think of. Absolutely. Man. That was my, my first thing to pop yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. My introduction to him was Full Metal Jacket, which was unlike any other world movie That's I've seen at the time. That's crazy. That messed me up as a kid. I was definitely scared of Oh, yeah. Movie. Now, keep in mind, it took it took my dad to tell me, Oh no, we lost Vietnam War. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that either. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it took my dad to tell me you lo- we the United States we got our ass kicked in the Vietnam War. So for that movie to end with all the main characters pretty much getting shot to shit Walking by one female singing Disney Walt yes. Disney songs and shit. That was ending. But you know what? Uh, what caught? <coughs> excuse me. What caught them off guard was they were digging underground tunnels, and the damn Vietnamese were in those tunnels and shit. Underneath them, well, you're you're always uh, going to yeah, be at yeah, a disadvantage. And, and it's their country, so they know the, yes. the woods more than yeah. hell. I can't even go in Foster Park by myself. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So they know their woods better than we yes. would know anything. You know what I mean? And so, and you've seen Biden catching yeah, all this yeah. crap for uh, his evacuation of right. Afghanistan. Yeah, and he caught a lot of heat. For he that caught stuff. a lot of heat for that, but. They use guerrilla warfare over there, right. and and the guerrilla warfare is glamorized when we talk about the American Revolution yeah. and how we gain independence over the mm-hmm. British. But no, yeah, yeah we're we're gonna these these are terrorists over there in the Middle East. Yeah. So, but in elementary school, we were taught that we never actually declare war on the Vietnam. We just took our asses over. Well, yeah, there. We, yeah, 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 we yeah, we we got our ass whooped. Yeah, for just being having our hands and in salute everything. to everybody yeah, yeah, who yeah. served in that war. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. they deserve the utmost respect. But, right, and yeah. that was the last draft we had in the United States. Yeah, 
But it, it, I, I appreciate for Stanley Kubrick to make his way through a very corporate industry, which is the movie industry, right. and to make a very hev- heavily political film, which goes against the mainstream, that deserves to be commended. And uh, for, uh, there's, I'm sorry that this is dragging on, but there's a, there's a uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein. The dude who a, killed himself? Yes. In a jail cell. Yeah. Uh, the same person that said, who's my boss, said, hey, if you didn't vote for Trump, you should we should you deserve to be on the other side of the wall than I'm on. This is who right. I work for right, right. now. Right. Right. Uh, one of the main person, uh, Bill Clinton, he was on the Lolita Express. And for anybody who's in my age as a 36 year old, just same age rate as Sean and Tommy. Mm-hmm. If you have trepidation of delving into the black and white movie industry and seeing movies that are 50, 60, 70 years old, you need to watch three of these Stanley Stanley Kubrick movies that I'm going to highlight right now. I talk Doctor, about Pat, Doctor Strangelove. I Doctor Strangelove. Brought, brought that one up before. One of my favorites. <coughs> I just talked about Paths of Glory, the another anti-war movie. Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jackets. A great movie, mm-hmm. but there's one called Lolita, which is mm-hmm. how Bill Clinton and these Trumpers they bring up the Lolita Express, where pedophiles go to. Now, keep in mind, Jeffrey Epstein, he had a fantasy island, so no matter what your vice is, you can fulfill that at the island. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just pedophilia happening over there. Just based off my own yeah. personal research, right. we live in the age of internet where everybody knows everything. Yeah, for sure. I, I can perform surgery. surgery because I have the internet. Yeah. I can, I can, I can do a heart transplant because I, I have the internet. I don't even want that nasty shit in my search history. <laughs> no, a- absolutely, but but the, every it's the internet. People know everything now. Yeah. Everything. Well, they think everybody they know everything. exactly, exactly. exactly. Right. But the Lolita Express was named after a Stanley Kubrick movie about a guy who takes in a teenage female as as a as a daughter and he tries to have a sexual relationship with her and a private investigator sees the pretty much uh the private investigator sees that there's a reason for concern with this person taking that daughter and he feels that there's a sexual fetish involved lolita is a great movie Pass of Glory is a great movie. Yeah, Louis, Doctor Strange Love. That is, is heralded as like one of the top movies of yeah. all time. I hear that a lot from yeah. a lot of Doctor Strange Love. Yeah, I heard that. A lot yeah, a lot of like a movie critics or I think I sent you that. Um, damn, that one guy that I sent you a video that of that do, he he, yeah. he goes all in on yeah. everything. And sure enough, he right. brought up Loita or whatever that yeah. movie was. Yeah. It's like it's like one of his ten like perfect movies of all time. Right. It was great. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, I, I've recently found this out. Throughout this year, I've I've tried to delve into this guy's filmography, and Lolita is is just as good as any other Stanley Kubrick movie. We we're talking about Space Odyssey. Like when I hear his name, the first thing that pops into my head, you probably already know, is A Clockwork Orange. Clock, great movie, dude. And ahead that, of his time, that, that was ahead of his time, and because I, I think about that when I immediately start thinking about brainwashing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, when I think about brainwashing, I'm like all right. You know, there's a lot of truth in somebody's art. And I think he was knocking on a very particular door when I saw that movie. I was like, oh, God, okay. All right, he, yeah. he might be on to something. Like, this ain't funny no more. This shit can be for real. I hear Kinda you. Like how I, and sure enough, it pops up into um, 
the Mel Gibson movie, uh, Conspiracy Theory. How yes. you tape your eyes open. Oh, yeah. yeah. Programming you, like, Maturian Candidate, all that shit. Like, I believe in that shit. I believe in that brainwashing shit. Mm-hmm. Hey, so, we so, lived yeah. in white Michael Jackson era. Right. Yeah, yeah, you forget he had a bell pepper for a nose. Yeah. And just, just Which, yeah. Oh, well, Can't I, believe all that. Yeah, that's crazy. Thriller, highest selling album of all time, <clears throat> Black Man. Right. His follow up CD. White man, a white man, <laughs> and, and remember, Martin Scorsese di- directed yeah. the bad video. Yeah, Wesley Snipes in there. And Wesley Snipes, the bad yeah, video yeah, was in yeah, black and white. Yeah, yeah. Let that sink in. I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know. Uh... Black and white started off the first fifteen minutes of the black of the of the bad video. Martin Scorsese the, did that video. Martin Scorsese yeah, did that I, video, I, I, and I, I love that, that guy. Yeah. I had no fucking idea he did yeah. that. Holy there's, shit. there's a dark side of the music industry, mm-hmm. just like every other profiting industry. Oh, well, shit. All right. If it ain't oh, capitalism, God. then we don't understand it, apparently. <laughs> All right, Sean, what you got for okay, us, Okay, well, um, on a lighter, lighter note. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> that, that was very drawn out. Yes. Uh, Thank you guys for dealing with that. We got make people crying yeah. and shit now. And yeah, uh, For a light-skinned man, you're pretty dark. Yeah, I know, <laughs> man. Yeah, no, man. I got all kind of war images and shit in my head now. Um, so... I'm going on a comedian, a funny guy. I'm going with Jim Carrey, man. Oh, yes. Yes. That is yes. completely yes. 184. Yes. yes, we got to lighten it up over That's here. That's what so. I'm talking about. We needed that. Jeez. We needed that. I'm man, sorry. Man, you're bringing um, it. I got PTSD. Hey, it's not going to even... get better than that. You so. gave me PTSD, hey, and I never even You guys invited me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a part of the team now. You got to get it together. All right, so I'm going to go with my man, Jim Carrey. I mean, this is one of the best comedians of all time. We had him in what? uh um, uh, in Living Color is kind of like when I first oh, saw yeah. Jim yeah, Carrey Fire Marshal Bill oh, but you know of course with, with all the hits that he's had like Ace Ventura The Mass um, The Truman Show Dumb uh, Dumb uh, Dumb liar, and Dumber Liar Liar, liar. I oh, mean he had um, um, what was the one he played with old girl where um, they took everything from him he lost his job and they took everything from him, he, uh, and they had to even they even took the grass from him. I can't well, remember. Robin Banks, fun, fun with Dick and fun Jane. with Dick. That's Dick, hilarious. That movie is hilarious. hilarious. But my, the one I'm gonna give it to him for because this is what I saw a couple weekends ago was me, myself, and Irene. Oh, oh hilarious. man, hilarious. I was I cannot believe I I, had, I I was laughing so hard. I've seen it five or six times. I saw it in the. You know where I saw it at? Tommy, one of your favorite places. Uh, remember the. Um, what was the place over in, uh, on Stillhorn where you can sit down and eat? The Cinema Grill. That's the first time I ever went to Cinema Grill was I saw me, I myself, and Irene. And uh, just the fact that he his split personality, that it seemed like he would have a split personality, how, how good he played that role. And so I, I, I saw that over a couple of weeks ago, and he had me rolling, man. He uh, was, the three yeah, black kids. The three, oh the, the God, three so two big-ass ones and one fat-ass one. And, and they all just, genius. <laughs> <laughs> and this fact that he just, just showed you, like, people take a lot of shit, literally. And yes. the people were doing stuff to him, and he was a nice guy. And then one day he just snapped. And yeah. he started doing everything back to everybody. He was shitting in the dude's yard next door because the dog kept shitting in his yard. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like, he just had enough. And I just think that was a good movie. It was funny, but it was a, it's actually a good movie with with everything else on the line. And I, I just always loved Jim Carrey, man. You know what I mean? Like, Same he, here. He, he was kind of... He played in um, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie as a lately. I can't think Great of that. Which wasn't played. bad as uh, uh, Dr. Robotnik. Should have came on the yeah. 90s. Yeah, you should have played mean, Dr. Sonic, Robotnik in the 90s. Yeah, Sonic was challenging Mario. Wouldn't have beat Mario. But I had a Sonic, uh, a Sega. And that was the first game I ever played was Sonic. You know what I mean? So 
I remember playing that as supposed to be like the opposite to Mario, their version of Mario, you know what I mean? So Yeah, um, pretty much. Yeah, but Jim Carrey, man, just what a what a wonderful career he's had, man. I, I really love Jim Carrey, man. I just you can't go wrong and most of his movies are good. I don't think I've seen really like a really, really bad Jim Carrey. More uh, him as being the you know, the main actor or whatever, but like you said, liar, liar, that's awesome. Yeah, you even know, when so. he gets serious, man. Yeah, yeah. He can play that. Like, Eternal yes. Sunshine of <laughs> yeah. the Spotless Mind. Right. Classic. He can play all these good. The Truman Show wasn't really the uh, a comedy. It was more serious. So he could do all the great things that, you know, you look for in an uh, actor now. But he's uh, straight a comedian. And me, myself, and Irene, I, I like that one the most, to be honest with you. As far as, like, one that if I had to watch one Jim Carrey movie for me would be Either Ace Ventura, the first one, or uh, Liar Liar. So I love uh, the yeah, first Ace yeah. Ventura. Oh, yeah. One of Dope. the funniest movies of all time. <laughs> it's hilarious. Laces and, out. You know, laces, laces out. Laces out. Damn dolphin. Jumping <laughs> in that shark tank yeah. and shit. Yeah. So. <laughs> was, some of his was, stuff, he could be a little over the top. You know what I mean? Some of his comedy is a little like, I can't I can explain it, but he's a little out there sometimes. But like I, He's like a physical. Yeah. Like Marlon Wayans kind of. That was the first name that popped into my head because yeah, he Marlon, does a lot, a lot of physical, physical stuff. Absolutely. Shit. You know, putting the peppers in his mouth and shit. He did a lot of last stuff like that. But I had to give him my highlight for the night, man. I saw me, myself, and Irene about two weekends ago and just brung up good memories. And I had thought of the cinema grill. And I was like, man, I remember I watched that in the cinema grill. So, oh, uh, and uh, that was a great time. So, a good choice, Sean. Yeah, yeah. So for tonight, for me, uh, on a on a lighter note, Jim Carrey for me tonight. So to follow up with Sean said, yeah. I do think that as far as the entertainment industry goes, Jim Carrey had one of the absolute best years of anybody working in that profession. And he yeah. was big. He was big time. Yeah. In yeah. 1994, he he had three movies come out That's that right. all grossed over a hundred million dollars in 1994 currency. Mm-hmm. So if you adjust for inflation, those movies probably gross two hundred million. Right. He had yeah. Dumb and Dumber, The Mask, and Ace, Ace, Ventura, Ace Ventura, all in the same year. Yeah. And he was one of the first actors to get a twenty million dollar paycheck. Wow. Which I think might have been for the cable guy. Oh, I forgot Matt. about that. Yeah, that was great. And that had a nice little That was one of his one of his better movies. He didn't really that play was kind of dark. dark. And, that was, that was yeah, really that dark. was very dark. Uh, very dark. Was that Matthew Broderick? He yes, was. It was. Yeah, yes, yeah, it was. Yeah, so yeah, that's funny yes. as hell. Yes. And yeah, uh, he's, he's a good actor on his Abs- own. But yeah, absolutely. That movie was actually pretty dark, like you said. That was really dark. And since the holidays are coming up, he was a Grinch also, too, you know. So uh, I yeah. don't want to talk about that. Yeah, the less said about them if we yeah, if there's a low point. Of his career, I yeah. did not like the Grinch. I like the Grinch. There's always that yeah. one movie where you take it for the money. Right, I know he did that, but he, I, oh. he, I thought he did a good job, man. And I, I think no, I like the animated one better. The animated, the it's not even close. The animated is blown out. No, the that one was just a little bit too. Oh, I'm man. a huge Jim Carrey fan, and the Grinch disappointed me. Man, and man, every movie, Sean, you pointed out, I love every single one of those movies. But the Grinch, oh, God. <laughs> I think it was, for what it was worth, it was just a holiday. After I'm like putting every it in actor top. has a bad movie. I'm not putting yeah, it in his top, true. but I feel like I feel like that was a good job. But him playing the Grinch, I thought it was dope. So, but, well, shit, uh, that might not even be his bad movie. The number twenty three comes up as like I don't one remember. of the worst I don't much movies of all time. And I remember, I never the seen people it. I went and saw that with. They showed a, a trailer before the number twenty three of the movie three hundred with Jared Butler. Oh, okay. That's Which I love. Up. I love 300. And all three of us said, why the hell aren't we over 
and the next leader watching that. Well, I got y'all one. Probably that I y'all probably should have left. But <laughs> we should have. I got that one that was really so pissed bad. you off was Batman Forever. I probably oh, sure that was Lord. might be one of the, the worst. Riddler. <laughs> no, the movie that came out after that. Oh, the, with, is, the mist, with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes. Okay, that, that's the so, Joe Schumacher yes. shit. Yeah, man. Batman Forever. That's the one with Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer, yes. yeah. He's actually a compared good Bruce Wayne. Th- yeah, compared to that one? Yeah. It, 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 oh, oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. The, what was that one? Uh, Batman Batman Begins? Robin. Oh, yeah, Robin. that was the worst Yeah, I've top five yeah. worst movies of yeah, all yeah. time. And Joe Schumacher made the damn Lost Boys. So it's hard for me to imagine him making something that bad. You know he I mean? made a movie with with Tommy's favorite actor, Eight uh, Millimeter, with Nicholas Cage. Oh yeah, Joe Schumacher is actually talented. I think Joe he has talent. Yeah, he everybody got to have a bad. Yeah, 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 but Batman. Yeah, but he was in, yeah he was the Riddler, right? He, he yeah, was, yeah. and um, it was terrible. It, it's a bad movie. <laughs> I enjoyed it when yeah. I saw it in the theater, yeah, but I knew it wasn't as good as the previous Michael Keaton. Oh uh, no, Michael Keaton's walking. my favorite Batman. I, I mean, we talked about he's, this he's before. The, he, yes. he's my, I guess you could say he was the best Bruce Wayne. He's right? the best Bruce Wayne. I, I, I will agree with that. Uh, yes, I don't know he about is. the best Batman. It can go either way. I'm a Christian, Christian Bale. Bale yeah, I'm a Christian uh, Bale Batman guy, but Michael Keaton's the best Bruce Wayne in my book. I thought you were going to say George Clooney was your best Batman. <laughs> I like George Clooney, <laughs> well, and we'll get into that yeah. later. George, jump into that. George. Clooney is not done for tonight. I right. can't wait to get into these all next right, topics. All right, let's tell me what you got, man. All right, man, let's get into our uh, binge worthy. Now, I had to write this down because uh, we took a lot of time off. And that's had, my fault. Sorry, had, audience. We got to get you on a time right. limit, man. Oh, cut good you deal. Up, that's, man. That's, that's fair. I know we recording a, earlier, so we, so we got a little bit of time. You with a fire too. extinguisher or something. <laughs> time is up. No, but I, had, I watched a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of shows. While I was on this break. Now, just to rattle off. Uh, now, which ones do I want? All right. First one I want to get a shout out to because, you know, I am a Marvel mm-hmm. head. I will represent Marvel everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. The What If Marvel show. I never watched. I it never was, watched it. it what was, If? It was fucking fire. Man. Yeah. You got to watch all. Oh, my God. It was so fucking Wait, good. Wait. This is the animated show. The animated show. With that the they alternate timelines. Basically, yeah. like, hypotheticals. Like, uh, what if you know, Captain Rogers wasn't Captain America? Okay. Like, uh, all right. His I know girlfriend. what you're talking about. Okay. It was like the last two episodes was kind of like, God damn, man, we really had to think about this. Because the last, the second last one, and then the one that followed after that was basically like a continuation. Like, what if Ultron won? Huh. Yeah. Now, that episode was fucking fire. Good premise. Right. That, Good was, premise. that episode was fucking fire. It showed him, like, Ultron was nothing to be fucked with. He took out Thanos like it was fucking nothing. Man. Apparently, he uh, he found the Watcher. Who's like a really big fucking deal in the good comics? Guy. Like this dude who overwatches everything, but nobody can find him. Somehow Ultron found him. Wow! With his excellent computer brain or whatever. And then they got Zola in there to be like another AI to combat him. Mm-hmm. And then they made a whole new like a set of Avengers with Killmonger, like a Star Lord who who's really T'Challa in this What If series. And oh, it, it was it was really fucking good just to imagine like what could have happened if right. you know, like if um. Iron Man never got kidnapped by the Ten Rings and Killmonger saved him, or what if Thor like like fucked up a bunch of shit on Earth, even though he really never met Jane or whatever. It was like a all bunch right. of hypotheticals. It was like really fucking good. It was really fucking entertaining. And that's all I want from a show and a movie right now because I'm gonna I'm gonna trash a fucking movie later on if we ever get to it. <laughs> but most directors, producers, they forget the main point in making a show or a movie is that you're supposed to entertain us. Yeah, absolutely. That was a quote that I got from one of those videos. Like, the point is to entertain me. Not lecture me, mm-hmm. but entertain me. Too many movies now, I think they have too many check boxes of, like, 
being too fucking woke, the Me Too movement, mm. all this other shit they trying to throw in there, like the LBGT community throwing their shit in there. Oh, God. They're all meeting like this this checklist of stuff that they have to meet in order to right. try to please like everybody. You don't want to offend any group. Yeah, yeah you so. can't please everybody. That was the whole point. The point is just make an entertaining movie and leave it at that. Stop trying to appease everybody. I you can't appease with all you these 100% time. Because yes. when you do that, you fuck a movie up. And I already got a movie in mind, but I think they fucked right. it up. Doing too much well, shit and one thing, but this is more like what if this is more like go back to having fun. Just use your imagination, right. man. That's what Marvel Comics is all about, man. Just sit back having fun and just read like a bunch of goofy shit. Like not just supposed to be realistic, like yeah. a magical hammer that right. can fly through space. Yeah, like come yeah. on. Yeah. Man. <laughs> like think about it, man. It was just supposed to be entertaining, man. Don't yeah. take all this shit too seriously, man. Most important, I agree with you on that. Yeah, so what if is a binge worthy I'm going to give to everybody because that show was fucking incredible to watch it every single week. It was just as entertaining as like Loki or mm-hmm. WandaVision or okay. Falcon Winter Soldier. It was all that. And it kept me entertained the entire time. And I thought I would never be into <laughs> like like anime, I right. guess. I guess uh, cartoons again. So whatever. That one was just incredible. Like bravo to y'all. I think that was like. That's probably like their best show that they came out with. Okay. It beat you Loki. got me excited. Tommy. It beat Loki for me, just like the hypotheticals that they went on, because it right. kept me entertained. Like, yeah, what did that yeah, happen? Your imagination and all that. Yeah, because so, yeah, yeah. we're so used to how it happened now, just yeah. to kind of go back to think, like, huh, what like, if, what if Ultron right. really did win? What if right. he did, like, actually got like his uh, the Vision's body, or whatever? That was mm-hmm. very entertaining to watch. So, shout out to Marvel. Okay, y'all, y'all got something good going. Oh, right. Your shows are fucking kicking y'all movies asses. Yeah, year. right now. Yes, right now. Yeah. 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 Shang Chi barely made like a a C plus for me. <laughs> it barely made it, it barely got in. I give it as a B minus. This would be minus in my book. Shang Chi, right. I'm I'm happy I called that. That was the big one of the year so far. They still got Spider Man, which surprised me because I thought it was going to come out like early next year. I didn't know they were going to creep that shit out in Christmas. So. Yeah, it's a Christmas kickoff. Then the more I see the trailers, the more I'm pumped. I'm like, oh yeah. fuck, bring on that multiverse, baby. Strength. Yeah, bring oh, it on. Boy. Bring it that. On yes, oh. I'm very excited about that. Charlie, you been binging something? Yeah, you know what, man, I got one for us, and we already talked about it. We talked about clickbait. We'll get to that another time. That oh. was great. Well, we could do a whole oh, episode of that was dope. Show. God but damn it, was my, so good. My binge worthy, and it's 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 dope, man. It's Squid Game. Uh, we talked about Heard this. A lot of good Squid things. Game blew me away, and okay, so it's uh, I ain't gonna lie, I didn't like the ending. I like, that was the one thing that that, <clears throat> that, that got me. me. That, I like that ending because I didn't like how. Well, I'll let you get to it because right. the ending was kind of like oh, really. It's uh, I guess they were they're Korean. It's a Korean movie, so it's dubbed. You got to watch it, and you can even watch it subtitled. No problem with that, or you watch it dubbed. You know, either way, you, I you didn't get, even notice after a while. I didn't. I watched it dubbed. You guys watch this? I watched. You watch it dubbed? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, watch it dubbed. You watch it dubbed too? Okay, yeah. well, cool. Well, I well, well, watch it. Subtitled. It flows a lot better that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just kind of accept. We're gonna get back to that, but I'm listening, Sean. Okay, so what we got here is like a it's like a game. And what they do is they they go and find people who are like you know struggling in life, down on their own, kind of a people, lot of debt. Yeah, right. Basically, you owe a lot of money to somebody. You just owe hospital bills. You just at the ends. Your your ends are not you know you you don't have anything to you anymore. Kind of like down and out people. And what they do is they find you and they challenge you to this game. They say, well, hey man, if you beat me in this game, such and such, I'll, I'll pay you whatever how much money they offered at the time. Intriguing. So I'll give you an example. If I played you in checkers or something simple, paper rock scissors, paper, rock, scissors and, I, and you beat me, don't I'd play pay. me in Connect Four. Okay, up. well I'm just saying, oh, no, don't, so, don't fuck with me, man. I'm Connect uh, Four champ. No, oh yeah, I'm oh, 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 no, I got all the good setups, man. 
I, I have been called the I Bobby played, Fisher of I, Connect I, Four. I played the basketball I, version of Connect Four and was winning. You know what I mean? Y'all got it. But right. anyways, I'll let's see say, y'all this weekend. I'll all see right, y'all. all right, we got a challenge. Let's say you play Connect Four with with. You, but every time you won, you got a thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars, right? Yeah. And so they do see you down and out, you sitting in the subway or whatever, and you just don't have anything to you. And he'll say, "Well, okay, I mean, I'll play you." And what ends up happening, the dude doesn't have any money to play, just in case he lose or win or whatever. So he would like slap him every time he lost the game. So they were playing some kind of Korean game where you throw these things on the ground, and if it flips over, you win. So he realized, man, if I could play this easy game. Like this, and he's got another game. He's talking about a grand scheme of games that you can play, and they're going to invite everybody to play this game who's, you know, a misfortune right now. Don't have any okay. money to their, yeah. to, their, to, their, to their life, right? So he give you an option. He said, okay, man, call this number. Give him a card. If you want to come play, I ain't got a chance. I can, you can get enough money to change your life and everybody you love. Mm-hmm. And he's thinking, like, all right, you know, the main character, he don't got nothing else. He got robbed. Somebody robbed him. He owes a lot of, like, game bangers money. His mom needs mm-hmm. surgery. His mom has got yeah. really bad diabetes and stuff like that. And so he's just had this is. Opportunity to save his life, so he calls, and you know whatever happens. So they don't show you where you're going; they they drug you, and then they put you in a van. And you wake up, and you got all these green suits with numbers on it, and it's four hundred and like fifty six people or something like that. Yeah, and so they don't know what they're there for; they just know there's something, some big game. Well, this game is simple. The first game is red light, green light. Simple. They like, oh, we can win that. But we don't know. You've never played red light, green light when you got snipers on you. Oh. Right. So that's the kind of stuff that they do in this. And it's so intense. I went to Vegas a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. You told me about this. I was in Vegas trying to watch Squid Game in in the hotel room. Like, y'all got Netflix? We're trying to get Netflix downloaded to the TV. So that we could. That's how good Squid Game to me. It blew me away. Some Some of the games they played. There's one game. I won't tell you. But I just called the Glass Game. Oh my oh, god! That yeah. game had me on. My anxiety went up watching that oh, game. My booty hole was tight. Yeah, just, oh lord! <laughs> some of the games they play is like it sounds simple, but the but the 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 stakes are the stakes really- are so high. You know what I mean? So it's just a, it's just a great show. Tug of war. Tug of war was dope, and but but they had like each time there was like a a guy that was giving them advice on what to do. Like on Tug of oh, War, yeah, yeah he was like, if that. you stand, and so in Tug of War, everybody stands straight back and pull. Well, he said, if you have one person diagonal on each side, you have more leverage and what to do when they pull and everybody lean back all the way because your life is literally on the line. If you don't win these games, you die. You see uh, what I'm saying? So, yes. so it, 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 it's just extreme, man. It's high stakes. It's dope. Like I said, we I, I the girl I was watching with, I didn't want her to get ahead of me, so she could. <laughs> cause so she, I wanted to catch her and watch it over her. You know, what I mean, that's how good it was. So I, I, man, you know what, man, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. I'm gonna give it four and a half brownie points as far as a show. Oh, I can't show, wait to watch this. I thought it was great, and I, I'm, I'm gonna give it a four point two only because I didn't like the ending. I, I like the ending though. I like well, how yeah. they because they had to set it up for like a, a new I, season, but it was more like I didn't like how he got like a right. Well, you know how yeah, he, how he felt, and then he they they have uh, they have already said they're going to make um, chapter two or whatever uh, episode uh, a new season's coming, uh, so we got that to look forward to. Uh-huh. But um, the the director of this said that he tried to pitch this to Netflix 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, it was a long fucking time. And That's what I'm saying. Said, yeah, and they said no, and he went broke, and he had to like sell his laptop to make money and shit. Like he was broke. Very common in the entertainment. Yeah, industry. right, right, and he ended up somehow getting it pitched back. And they took it, and now I think this is a, 
Probably a the, big hit. The it, biggest. It's the biggest, biggest Netflix show no, of all time, or number one, or like what? it's the most streamed like a uh, show slash movie of Netflix of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what a big hit this was. You know what I mean? So it is great. It, 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 you're gonna have like you said, you're gonna have your booty hole wide open watching this because <laughs> you could be like, man, if I was in this position, what would I do? And the Squid Game is some kind of Korean game that they would play back in the day, but it was yeah. violent. And so that's just the the title of the movie, but it kind of catches back up at the end. And you kind of fall for the character because it's just him. And you, you got other characters that kind of spill in, but the yeah. main character, you feel for him. And you, got, you feel for his family. You feel for his situation. And you kind of like understand why he would do it. I wouldn't have been able to do it because I would, as soon as I saw somebody get killed, I'm out. You know what I mean? So, but... I probably um, would have went through it, honestly. You think so? Yeah, I, I guess if it was... No, because you talk about the amount of money that they got. So if I was like down on my luck. Really? It was you like $40 million dollars they were Oh, my in. God. Yes. Yeah, I'm putting my life on the line for Tug of War. No, no. Hell no. Y'all on your mind. <laughs> $40 million is a lot of money. It could change your life forever, but All damn. Right, $200 million. For 400 and some people, only one person going to get it. Ooh. That's yeah, not, the every, odds are and not... And the thing was that every time that uh, somebody... Uh, died in the show they would take like their cut of what the money would be and they'll put it in this big ass like pig pot above right, like right. where they're sleeping just to kind of give them like a reference of and let how much fucking it. money yeah. y'all gonna win right Damn. and, and it, let them watch it yeah, yeah. hang it hang was, fruit hang right. fruit and, uh, oh there's there's some betrayal there's some uh people working undercover doing stuff you know what i mean so there's a you know, there's a no, lot of little. I'll tell you right now, that one episode with the Marvels, that was the one episode where I did cry because that really fucked me up. Yeah, it hurt. That oh, hurt. That that fucking hurt. Because yeah, that was a lot of. But you had he had to do what he had to do. I know, but and because... it wasn't even that. It was like because of the one guy what he did to that other guy, right? And then it was the. Uh, was it uh, the honeycomb other... thing? The honeycomb thing, like yeah. oh my, like these. This was a really fucking clever ass show. It was, and the fact and that it was very fucking addictive. I, I had it was to take my phone to the bathroom <laughs> with me because I was like, "No, I'm telling you, I'm in the entertainment shit. capital of the world. I'm trying to watch this damn show with fine ass women and money know, all around. Gambling, me. You know, I'm gambling, having a great like time. You're trying to watch Squid Game. We got a hot tub and a damn big ass shower, and I'm trying to find damn Squid Game on the damn TV. <laughs> you out on the balcony right. trying to get a signal. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm just saying, just if you get the chance, watch Squid Game. I know people were looking over it, and they don't think it may be as good as it is. I was one of them. I was like, ah, everybody else like it, so I didn't do that. I did that I, once I thought before. the same thing, because once it's in yeah, that little top ten yeah. Netflix, I was like, yo, you're trying to bait me in this Only shit. one other show I did that to was Stranger Things, and I ended up loving that. Probably my favorite show of all time. So I, I had, still got catch up so on that. So I, had to, give it, I had to give it a chance. And like I said, Dub, I think you would like it. And I think everybody listening who haven't seen it, give it a shot, man. It's dope. So Dope ass show. Dope Definitely fuck. top five show of the year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It blew me away. And like I said, I like the end in time. I didn't like the end. And there's some little Easter eggs here and there you got to pay attention to. So, but, yeah, overall, yeah, great, great, great fucking show. Great show. Man, I'm man. glad you guys enjoyed that because yeah. you two are part of five people who've recommended that show to me, yeah. and it's only I'm like, glad. What, nine episodes, like eight or nine, and, or something like that? and they're not that long. Yeah, if you get past the dub stuff, and I know you don't mind that because you watch a lot of Asian. Yeah, because you know. watch like like those uh, kung fu movies. It's yeah, just like that. You'll, yeah. you won't even notice it. Yeah, like, I think it, it blew my mom. Uh, it took my mom off guard because she tried to watch it. And she didn't like the dub stuff. Okay. So she didn't watch it for that reason alone. I prefer the subtitles myself. Dub. Yeah, yeah, I don't so, like the dub myself. But, yeah, it's like, it don't like have them. to match up. Like the you fill yeah. in the blanks. You can put two and two together. You fill in the blanks. And I have I have heard from people that uh, that do speak uh, Korean. Mm-hmm. They're saying like 
everything that they're saying, like it wasn't exactly what they were translating. So they said they changed out the dialogue, right? Like quite a bit on some. But their stuff. facial expressions kind of match up with what they're trying to get through. Yeah, know? for the most part. Yeah, and so still, they, I don't care who's talking what. They made a lot of money off this this show, so at Netflix at least. So yeah, I want to try. So yeah. happy to hear that. Now, um, and I'm very glad <laughs> that show has lived up to the hype because mm-hmm. Sean, yeah, you're the first yeah. person to recommend that to me. Um, during the early 2000s, there was a uh, real big breakthrough in the South Korean film industry. Uh, but a buddy of mine I went to college with put me on to this. I can't recommend a movie called Old Boy to, to oh, you. Oh, the original. The original. The one that Spike Lee uh, remade. He, with, uh, he Josh remade it. Yes. Yeah, now, as I've, Sean, seen, I've seen that movie. You've seen Old Boy? I, I have. And yes. um, during one of our, and we're talking about Binge Royal, we're talking about tracking shots. But there's a scene with a hammer. Oh yeah, I forgot about, about that. You know, just one take track, tracking it. shots. Old boy is has one of the best of all time, and the horror industry for the South Korean film community is one of the best. Sean, I can't, there's the guy who made all, Old Boy. You saw me looking at my phone constantly mm-hmm. as you were talking about. Um, Squid Game. Squid Game. Yeah. Yes, I couldn't think of this South Korean guy's name, Park Chan Wook. This is a great filmmaker from South Korea that you need to look up. Old Boy, S- Sympathy for Lady Vengeance, and Audition. If Sean is a is a is a fan of the horror industry, yeah, they make some good stuff. Huh? Yes, yeah. yes, right. the industry as a whole. But yeah. this filmmaker, Audition, Sympathy for Lady Vengeance, Old Boy. All Put right. that on your watch list, yeah, you, um, and I promise you, I will give Squid Game original. a chance. Not, not saying that the Spike Lee one is bad, but the original one is. I never is, heard is of it. Yeah. Right. Yes, I, that is a great, like Spike great Lee action did, movie. He, he did pretty good for his remake, but I still like the original one better. One of the best movies I've seen, especially of that decade. It was very, for, very like around the age where it was like the ending, like really shocked the shit out of me, yeah. big time. Oh lord, big Ooh. time, Ooh. big time. Uh, there's a Samuel Jackson movie with a similar plot line that. Can't draw top of my head, but Sean, I know you've seen that movie before. What is it? Oh, Samuel Jackson's in a remake. I forgot about that. He was. He yeah. was. Yeah, they I copied off that. Old Boy with that. Yeah, with, uh, with the daughter, the had a, with the daughter uh, twist, had and a rich Josh, white guy. Had Josh Brolin, who played Thanos. It had uh, Elizabeth Olsen, and it had uh, Samuel Jackson. In it. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! What? Samuel Jackson was in the Old Boy remake. He was in the Old Boy remake. It was like a incredibly small part or whatever. It was like a. Damn, I, but I, you I know, had to think of, I knew he was in there, but he was in there for like I think like five minutes or something like that. It wasn't like a really big part. I did, it was like one I of those games. I like like the game members that was like a like chasing her down or whatever. I can't remember what it was. it was like a really really small part. Like once he like broke free or something like that. I have to watch it again. But he was like one of those dudes that was just like um, part of like the some game that was like chasing after him or her or something like that. But yeah. I remember he was in there for like a half. Like a half a minute or something like that. Nothing big, but it was more like, oh, okay. Like Spike Lee and Samuel Jackson, they will find a reason to make a movie together. <laughs> like no matter what. Right. That's but, the equivalent of Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro. True. Quentin Tarantino and Samuel Jackson just, just work together. And yeah. maybe on a future episode we'll talk about um, the director of Black Panther and Michael B. Jordan. I, I think they're on that same level. Oh, yeah. They did Fruitville Mike, Station. Uh, Ryan Coogler. Yeah. Fruitville Station. Yeah. yeah. Which was close to being my hidden gem for tonight. So, uh, don't let me keep holding up the duration of the show. No, 
and you sorry. Part, you part of the show now, about man. About my drawn out Stanley Kubrick rant. I didn't even yeah, scratch the surface of that. But I will watch Squid Game, and I have a show for Binge Worthy that I can't recommend highly enough to both of you guys and anybody listening. It's a 2014 show that has only been three seasons, but I'm only recommending season one, and that's called True Detective. Yeah, I remember Season it. one yeah. with the lead actors of Woody Harrelson and, and Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. I remember you loved that show. I remember you over your house and watching that show. You now, I've heard that, that that first season was fucking fire. It is now, so Now, season fire. two had Vince Vaughn and um, Colin Farrell, Yes, it, it did. Yes, it and did. Season, wait, the third season had Mahershal Hall. Mahershal Ali. Mm-hmm. Yes, it did. Was it any good? It was okay. Oh, now I love him so fucking much. And, I never thought he'd make something bad. And I, I'm, I'm going to just put this out there. Season two and season three of True Detective are crap for different reasons. Season two never gets started. You keep waiting for it to live up to season one, and it never happens. Yeah. Season three with the future Blade. Mahershala Ali, Mahershala one of our, one of our great actors of our time. Absolutely. Starts off amazing for the first half. I'm, I was thinking it was going to be just a good season one. And it just loses its course the second half. And ah, that's disappointing. But I, 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 if you guys have any interest, which I know you do, of the creative process, you need to see how it can go wrong. Because uh, one of the reasons I'm so excited about this James Bond movie, which Tommy has seen, which I haven't, is because of the director behind it. The director of the latest James Bond movie is a guy by the name of Kerry Funaga. He directed all, he directed the all 10 one hour episodes of the first season of True Detective, which is a big reason why I think it was so good. Season two, season three, had the same writer for all three seasons. So the same writer was there for all three seasons of 10-episode seasons. But season two and season three switched up the filmmakers throughout the season. And I really think this is a good peek inside the creative process for TV shows in the movie industry. Because I really think Carrie Funaga and... Matthew Broderick and Woody Harrelson are a big part why that season one had such a big impact on me. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew, yeah. I Matthew Broderick in it? I said Matthew Broderick? Yeah, yeah. Matthew McConaughey, right? Yeah. Damn you, Jack Daniels. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. So Still a great actor. Yeah. Just, exactly. Matthew McConaughey. There's a reason I'm sorry, why. I can't see him playing that role. Matthew Broderick is serious. You shouldn't. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I messed I up your guy's could. show. Maybe. I wouldn't doubt Maybe. that. No, wait till you see the season <laughs> one. No. There's a reason why Matthew McConaughey is doing ads for Lincoln oh, he made cars yeah. and wild turkey bourbon. It's because it's, of it's that, season one of of True Detective. I think that came along with that package. I always have like my conspiracy. So, like once mm-hmm. like somebody wins an Oscar, they get all this shit thrown out of them, and it always feels like they lose a little bit of that. Um, that hunger that they had, yeah. like, that, that he, led up to him getting, like, an Oscar. Because ever since he won that Oscar, I don't think he hasn't done too much after that that has really But that Oscar came him. after True Detective. He made, like, what, Interstellar? Because that was Dallas Buyers Club that he got the Oscar for. So the, True Detective yes. was before that or after that? After uh, True Detective was before Dallas Buyers Club. So he was really on a fucking run. Like He was. He, that's, there's he was a reason really why good. he got that role in Dallas 
and Dallas that, and Buyers the, Club, which was the, uh, another uh, movie uh, I would recommend for him is uh, Killer Joe. Killer Joe, I, I missed that one. Sounds so. It was, it was one where he plays like he like he like he's a cop, but he moonlights as like a hitman. Hmm. It, I missed that one. Killer it, Joe, Matthew McConaughey. It was I'm like down. it was like I think it was like right before he went on like uh right before he did Dallas Buyers Club. But he was like he was doing like some real fucking acting, like the Lincoln Lawyer and all that shit that, <laughs> that built up into that. Before Lincoln Lawyers, very like good like movie. soon as he got off his like his 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 romantic comedy like um. Row or whatever, like uh, doing all those stupid ass movies with like the female lead, yeah, and, like yeah. the, the the love story. Like well, once, once he that, got off of that, he got some real good fucking roles of doing it, like it, real shit. It was because of True Detective, I promise you, because he was built up to be this a lister leading man. Because I always heard comedy. like good things about Woody Harrelson in season one. That's I mean, what I heard. Know, most, I love yeah, Woody Harrelson, yeah. so I always thought like been maybe a fan. He, I've I seen Wildcats with with Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson and. Have you? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, white men can't jump. Yes, because Woody Harrelson done money is a train. Very underrated actor. Like, he he can really dig into his like his drama bag or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. I, since I was five years old, I've always been a Woody Harrelson fan. I I thought uh, Matthew McConaughey was a good actor. I cry. I, I I came close to crying seeing No Time to Kill in the theater. And I actually closed. Oh, yeah. He was giving that big speech. He said, "I want you to close your eyes." And that, was, that was that was that yes. was yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. There, there, were, yeah. me as a youngster, eighty-year-old white woman, we were all close to shedding a tear. <laughs> but I, I didn't put him as one of my favorite actors. After True Detective, he came on my favorite actor list, and this is why he's he's had so many roles over the past ten years. The yeah. first season of True Detective came out in two thousand fourteen. None of the other seasons lived up to th- that first season. And that's disappointing considering they had some really good actors. Yeah. It, it, it is. But I, Colin Farrell, he was... He's great. He Colin was, was kind of like on the downfall a little bit, like being that leader man, but he was still a really good fucking actor. So I'm Rich Ali. And Vince Vaughn, I can argue, is incredibly talented. Right. Yeah, he he, does, he like, plays his, a serious he, role. Yeah, he, 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 he does his comedy. Like, when he does like yeah. serious shit, yeah. like, like Hacksaw Ridge, yeah. shit like that, like, like, damn, this dude is really fucking good. He, like, I buy into this shit. Uh, I, I he looks totally goofy. I get it. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. yeah, but he's a real good serious actor. So, yeah. Absolutely. That's and, a damn shame they fucked up season two. And it, was, it wasn't... Uh, it wasn't Vince. It wasn't the actor's fault. Because so, usually, like, it's a screenwriter's problem or like the writer's room. Yes. It's, just like, it's the writer yeah. and filmmaking prog- process that that was a downfall for season two and three. They should have got the writers from the wire or something. Right, there, right. Uh, well, that's a, that's a level that can't be matched. We'll talk yeah, about they that. They got to try that. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll try it. If any, if if you haven't seen True Detective yet, I, this the premise of it with the first season with Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. It's two homicide detectives in the mid nineties investigating a murder in the mid in the mid nineties that pretty much has a ritualistic symbolism behind it. They get pulled back into a similar case 20 years down the line, and they are actually being interrogated about a similar murder while they're Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson are no longer in the police force or detectives, and they are actually being interrogated themselves. So you get to see how their partnership started in the mid-'90s, how their friendship started, how that deteriorated, and then you get to see how them 20 years down the line as previous police themselves, 
lie their ass off during that interrogation. <laughs> yeah. and, and and to go back and I want to tie I'm glad you brought up Squid Game, Sean, because I think uh have you I don't think you guys will get the full experience of this because if I have a preference, I'm a fan of the weekly episodic TV show series. Because part of the appeal of True Detective was you had the time wait. from yes, you had to wait each week. Watch yeah. it, yeah. watch. I, I miss wait, that so fucking yes, much. yeah. Watching it and debating between friends and fans of the show exactly. of what's going to happen on the next mm-hmm. episode. That's how the wire and, got really big. You it, had to wait each absolutely. Week. The and Walking I, Dead had oh, that at the beginning when it first yeah, started, but yeah. then it just kind of like nobody cared anymore. Yeah, remember um, True Blood. Oh remember yeah, True Blood. Oh, yeah. I never I, watched True Blood. I then wasn't a fan, but I was a big following True Blood. And I, mean, it was. I, I fell off there at, at a certain point. They right. turned into fairies. Yeah, and they started, werewolves. I, they turned into I golden, never finished that. Golden retrievers. And yeah, shit. yeah. The, yeah. The first three seasons <laughs> of True Blood. Were yeah. Great. yeah, HBO makes good series. Yeah, but there's there's a big appeal for me as far as anticipating what's going to happen on that next episode and getting proven wrong. And this. First season of True Detectors deals with the Catholic Church, corruption of police. Oh Lord, that's a big ass uh, uh, loyalty of friends. I if yeah if if there's a top ten list for Ryan Winters on TV shows, True Blood season one is on there, and there's a reason why Matthew McConaughey is making wild turkey and leaking commercials. <laughs> it's not because of his filmography; it's because of True, True Detective season one, and watch. Season two and three, just to see how actors, directors, and writers can combine to make something special and how that chemistry can go wrong Yeah, in, in, in following ventures. Yeah, because you can have good actors in like a good project, but if you give them like shitty writing, it's like there's nothing they can do with it. Yeah. True, like the best actor can't can't fix like a shitty script. Yeah, it's a damn exactly shame. exactly. So it has to be yeah, all the stars have to align. But yeah, and just to bring it back to like uh, shows you used to watch weekly, just to bring it back to the hood to my black people when New York uh, Undercover was yeah, oh man, oh, oh my god, man. yeah, oh man, just I used to, to watch, come to school uh, the next day and talk right. about that shit. <laughs> Brings back some great fucking memories, yeah. man. Oh my god, that, that's a show they need to bring back for fucking. It was like real. that the Mexican police officer. The yeah, I remember uh, Eddie. Was it Eddie? Yeah, he. Oh. You know, he was in. Um, he was Michael Jackson. Uh, beat it. He was in Michael Jackson's Beat It. He was one of the dancers. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> like yeah. my mind they, they is blown. Yeah. 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 My yeah. mind yeah. is blown. Yeah, that was him. Yeah. Oh yeah. my yeah, I remember god! Remember, he started off as a dancer. I right. About that. Right. Yep. So. Oh look! Right. So yeah, go entertainment ahead. Entertainment industry is no joke. Yeah, yeah, man, it's a it's a small world. Out there. <laughs> yeah, it was. It is. <laughs> All right, let's get to now showing, man. Let's just get to the main topic point that I really want to get to on this episode. And that was like the latest release of Marvel's uh, Eternals. Ooh. Now, I, I thank God my friends here took heed to my warning. Yeah, you they they took me off it. of it. I did not see it. No, but all right, cover me. I'm going in. All right, yeah, here's <laughs> here's my fucking problem with Marvel. Sometimes they can get a little bit too fucking cocky for their own good. This is the perfect year of how they're starting to get a little bit too cocky with their fucking movies. I'm listening. Because Black Widow, you can say whatever you want, it underperformed. I was so excited about that. Black I, Widow deserved a movie five years prior to what we got. Yeah, she should have got late. her movie it before Infinity yeah. War. Absolutely. If we're being fucking right. right. And, but no, they had to do this shit after. They had to give her like a fucking movie. Yada, yada, yada. But whatever. This just proves that... Maybe they're starting to slip a little bit 
they're just starting to slip just a little bit. This year has not been a great year as far as blowing us away with like a Marvel movie. They still got one more chance, and obviously, if they shit the bed on Spider-Man, they do something stupid. I'll be emotionally Lord devastated. Mercy. Venom does count. Venom was kind of like, eh. Yeah, it was disappointing a little it was, bit. Yeah. It counts slightly. Yeah, because yeah, it that's because they put it in the universe now because of the after credits. So it technically whoa, has to whoa, be whoa, put whoa. in there. I've not seen the newest Venom yet. Oh, oh okay, okay, yeah, oh, yeah. Fuck. yeah. He, he didn't see that. Yeah. Now there's some questions I have for you on Venom too because I didn't know a lot of that stuff. How the hell? What? I didn't know Venom. I didn't know Carnage came from Venom. I thought he was just a yeah a species of just similar to him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think the thing is like with a uh, Venom. The way he connects to bodies, that he, they have to be like a perfect match, kind of like an organ donor. Right, right. The thing with Carnage is he doesn't have to match with anybody. He just gets attached to your blood. He can stay yeah, with you, okay, you okay. however you want. Right, so right. technically, it's a little bit different how they connect. But he still wasn't But a I didn't match, know that yeah. Venom like, birthed Carnage. Carnage. I didn't know that either. Yeah. I thought they came from something else. But now, you, you, a, you, you might be right, Tommy, because uh, in preparation to this, I uh, listened to some old episodes, which you know I'm the biggest fan of Cinemax. Right? So not only am I... <laughs> A guest on here, or and I appreciate you guys trying to make me a permanent fixture. But uh, you guys, all three of us, have a huge appreciation for Blade yeah. of yes, 1998. That is an all-time comic book classic and one of the best movies of all time, as far as ushering in the quality movies in in the comic book movie industry. Mm-hmm. I do think that the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man also deserves credit for that, and. True. That go, that goes into the financial side of the movie industry because Sony, which owns Spider Man, still they sold part of it off to the Marvel Universe because they pretty much said, "Hey, Marvel, Disney, you guys are doing a better job making movies than us. Let's split it down the middle." We tried it with um, the guy from the Social Network, and it was a disaster. They had Rhino and. Uh, Garfield, Jimmy Fox, yeah, Andrew yeah, Garfield. There yeah. we go. Thank you, Sean. The first one wasn't it god was, awful. It was decent. The yeah. first one was decent. The second one was god awful. The second one was god awful. When they got Electro in there and a Rhino, and they were going to yes. do the Sinister Six, and yes. everybody was kind of like, "Oh, they're not going to do a sequel." That was the first time I went, "Yay!" <laughs> <Y'all>, <laughs> and this goes back to a past argument that me and you had on this episode. Oh, right. who the Spider Man? Yes, I do think that. I do think that Andrew Garfield good, is a good actor. He has some good qualities in that movie as far as being like a good uh, Peter Parker. Because I hated the goofy, dorky Peter Parker that Tobey Maguire was. He was like really pissing me off. Like MJ was shitting all over him. But MJ that's Peter was, Parker. Peter Parker's supposed to be a dork who never gets the girl. Oh. He has to worry about math test and being a high schooler. That's the Peter Parker I want. I don't want... Yeah, but he skateboarding finally... stalker douchebag Peter Parker that I got from Andrew Garfield. <laughs> yeah. That's not the Peter Parker I want. So I you want... want you want Peter Parker to be like a simp that's chasing after MJ, yeah, who yeah, like yeah. she fucks like like the the astronaut dude moved on, fuck yeah. like Harry, like she she was just a hoe. She she was. Was. It is. MJ was she a hoe. Was. She was a hoe. I, I like the sp- I like the current Spider Man that we have. This is the best live action Spider Man that he we is. have. And the MJ, uh, what's what's her name? Uh, Zendaya, Zendaya. Yeah, she played in Dune also. Too. She is, yeah, she yeah. is so beautiful. for for three oh, minutes. Yeah, yeah, she was she in Dune was, for three minutes. Now. She was so beautiful. <laughs> oh Lord have mercy! Right, she's bad because I didn't like the Gwen Stacy angle that they took in the Amazing Spider Man. No, well, no. Probably because no. I'm not a big Emma Stone no. fan. Like I, yeah, she's alright. Ah, like uh, yeah, I'm 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 not the uh, hugest fan. She's I'm not the biggest fan. Whatever, but for the most part, yeah. The the main point I want to make about Eternals is. 
damn, I had so many times. That's my fault. I'm sorry, Tom. No, this is more like... It wasn't entertaining. That was my main point. It wasn't entertaining. I watched most like, important. Most important. I watched aspect. the first thirty minutes, and I knew immediately I was never going to watch this movie again. I only, I only seen Black Widow once. Same here. I Same saw here. it once. I was like, I'm cool. Shang Chi. I was like, okay, I can watch this a few more times. Mine is a dragon. It was still uh, entertaining. Movie. <laughs> yeah. But when I saw Eternals, it was kind of like. What the fuck is going on? They, oh, they, they were like really confusing me. Yeah. The Celestials, they were kind of like intriguing enough, but it wasn't more like they didn't like fucking scare me or whatever. Like the Celestials, because you kind of saw like an example of them, like in the trailer, like that big red one that they communicate to. Did That's why I saw that. I saw that trailer, yeah. Like basically, he's saying like uh, Celestials are born out of planets. The planets like give birth to Celestials. So basically, he was saying like Earth, we sent the Eternals here on Earth. To protect the birth of the celestial that's going to be born pretty mm-hmm. soon. But this is after like the end game stuff. So basically, they're setting it up as when uh, Hulk uh, snapped his finger and brought everybody back. Mm-hmm. It literally like jump started, like the celestial being born because basically, like you have to build up a lot of energy. So basically, they're right. there protecting energy. Yeah, they weren't there to like uh, shelter like uh, humanity and like uh, technological advancement, like protecting them, bringing them into the future. Basically, they're there to protect them from not killing themselves. Mm. Whoa, whoa, sure whoa, 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 whoa! That's so you were disappointed, and that premise right there, I was very has me very excited. It was, has me very excited because as you, uh, if you watch the movie, I swear to God, you're gonna feel underwhelmed. It all oh, that's it was a nice premise, had, but it felt like it was kind of <laughs> like uh, they could have done so much with it. Yeah. But it was just more like, okay, basically you're saying like they're just here, we're just here to give energy to the planet to give mm-hmm. to help birth this celestial that's basically going to destroy the planet once he's born. And then who's that, Thanos? No, not Thanos. Uh, Jesus? Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is going to destroy the planet. He's supposed to help. I hope not. Kind of... <laughs> he hop off the cross like, fuck y'all. <laughs> y'all done did it now. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tom. But uh, what you the, the premise you just described, the synopsis you described, intrigued me a lot because um, as 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 students of history, which I'm sure that all three of us are, is if, if you go back, uh, a lot of ancient cultures believe that celestial yeah. bodies actually inhabited <coughs> Earth as human beings. So. Uh, oh. Yeah, so uh, certain cultures believe that Satan is associated with Saturn, Lucifer's associated with Mercury, and Jesus, the sun god, is associated with the sun. This is the sun being... So the celestial bodies reincarnating. So whatever whatever humanity is, the afterlife is, there's there's an, an unending wave of beliefs in there. So what you just described to me in a comic book movie is untouched territory, and it had me extremely intrigued. I had because I like to go in fresh if I don't know anything about it because I know we live in the age. What of are you internet. talking about like the God aspect of mm. eternal celestial life? bodies inhabiting <coughs> uh, well, physical te- physical physical mass? You you were t- well technically they did that in X Men. In X Men, the X Men Apocalypse. Like he was a long yes to an extent like to an extent they did like the four horsemen okay like, saying, yes like, they how did they, kinda, like, they did they played into that Jesus they did part. like the, he, he just kept like taking yeah. in new bodies whatever because right, right, he lived forever he was right. basically like a like a Jesus 
Christ like God figure to the people. We well, you know. I so watched, they kind of yeah, they kind of yeah. tapped it out a little bit, but it was right. it was poorly done. Oh, Apocalypse was terrible. <laughs> X Men one and two, but they and, but they dubbed, they they stepped into it. And this one, I felt like they had a chance to really who what, tap into that like uh, the whole uh, the whole Jesus angle of like living forever and all this stuff. They they didn't they didn't tap into it at all. It's like they skipped it. They didn't even want to touch it. Man. It's like Marvel doesn't even want to get religious. It's like, wh- like, what's up with that? Yeah, they don't want to touch that. can't have Eternals here yeah. like for yeah, all they this don't fucking touch. touch. That, yeah. Like shepherding humanity, you don't even touch on the Jesus aspect. Like, yeah, motherfucking y'all. Well, some people, Egypt. some people believe that aliens. I mean, I'm not, I watched some aliens. Conspiracy Aliens could have had their hands on a lot of stuff in history, as far as showing us, you know, certain things, humans, certain certain stuff. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, it, some people believe that even like. Um, which you would call like Zeus and all those people, if you believe in them, they they but were yeah, was yeah. touching that right, yeah, right, Thor's yeah. an alien, yeah, right, yeah. yeah, yeah, the whole alien aspect yeah. of that. Well, I guess you could take that and put in the one guy, um, uh, Phantos or whatever, like uh, Brian Tyree Henry, yeah, who's okay. supposed to be the technological genius of uh-huh. the Eternals. Like they were showing clips of him, like wanting to give them like a uh, the steam engine. Oh, okay. But then everybody looked at him was like, dude. You're like thousands of years ahead of where they should be. Like, no, right. don't give them that right now. That will fuck everything up. He was like, fine, I'll give them like a, a plow. To the fourth. He was, <laughs> oh, he, he was like pissed yeah. off at everybody. Right. He was like, and basically he kept fighting like this urge to want to keep giving them like better technology. And everybody kept saying like, no, no, if you give them something too early, it could like really fuck things up. And that's how they played into him creating the atomic bomb. Wow. And then it showed him like in Nakasabi. They go into this and yeah, because they sound, don't sound they, too bad to me. Yeah, they, they show him like in Nakasabi Hiroshima, like sitting in the middle of the field, like one of his eternal people, like mm. crying like, oh my God, I can't believe I did this. We, they are not worth saving, whatever. I can't believe Whoa, whoa, they had a black man. He he's great. The atomic bomb. The dude from Godzilla. Yeah. The dude that was the conspiracy oh, in Godzilla. Wow. Or the dude in like, like uh, in Atlanta. What's his name? Oh, uh, Paperboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, like, he's the one that's like uh, he's like the Tony Stark slash Shuri of like the Eternals. Like he creates every fucking thing. He's like speaking the of Shuri, I saw she got hurt. And they delayed uh, yeah, Black, Panther. Black Panther because of that. That's yeah, I saw that. Injured. Yeah, but I, that doesn't sound too bad, Tommy. Wait, I know man. you would think that with all these elements yeah. of these good storytelling yeah. like pieces, they made a piece of shit movie. Damn it! The only the only fun part about it was one they admitted in this movie that the DC universe exists in their universe. Okay, because they talked about Superman. In this movie, oh, I thought, what? Oh, wow! I thought that was kind of fucking crazy because yeah. it's like, oh my god, aren't you like Superman? He was just sitting there like. Well, I don't have a cape, so basically, he's been like he's like their version of Superman. Oh Icarus. my god, I don't think I'm gonna enjoy this. See, now you see so much wasted but, uh, potential here. I think y'all getting uh, was, once again though. I think it was get, just a storyteller yeah. was just so incoherent. It was bland. It was not enough action. I don't expect this I to be care. one of my favorite. Marvel movies. I didn't uh, this, care about any of the Eternals. Like I wasn't emotionally attached to anyone. That's for a problem. Brian for me. Tyree Henry was the only one that really had me connected because he had like a family, and they did play into the whole gay thing because he has like a husband in the movie, and it didn't feel forced. It felt very natural, organic. It yeah. felt oh. very organic. Like yeah. they wasn't like forcing it down our throat, whatever. Yeah. Like oh yeah, they got a kiss now to prove that he's gay. It was more like <laughs> no, this, this it is, felt but more this natural. is exactly what Dave Chappelle's been going through, and we don't have to have that. 
you don't have to force that on us. You know exactly. what I mean? I feel like we have to force that on us in every damn thing just to, uh, to appease these, you know, that culture or whatever it is, that, that's part of society. But I, it sounds good, though. Man. It sounds like something I might like. You yeah. Know? You might have the to watch it for yourself. Maybe yeah. it'll just be, like, trash it. But I feel like everybody in the theater was kind of like, dude, this isn't really that good. The only right. good part about it was, like I told you, is the Easter egg at the end as uh, the one guy that's in the um, – uh, Game of Thrones, Kit Harrington. Mm-hmm. He plays a guy that's... Whoa, funny. well, Kit Harrington's in this? Yeah. Jon Snow was in this. He plays like the love interest of one of the, the Eternals of... Um, the I didn't know Jon Snow was in this. Yeah, he was in it, but he plays like the love interest of the one of one of the Eternal girls. And, um... Some Hayek? No, no. I was about to say, he don't deserve to bang no Some Hayek. No, because they, they did her dirty in this movie. Another what? Yeah. Oh, man, Tommy. And, and then it's just, I am. he played the love interest of her, and apparently he's playing a new character in uh, Marvel in the future called the Black Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard about that, yeah. And apparently the Black Knight is uh, part of a group with Blade. And I did confirm online from uh, Marvel that it was Mahershala Ali talking at the end of it. So they're wow. confirming that Blade, Blade and the Black world. Knight like team up later on in a movie. Huh. So Mahershala Ali, he had his like his little, I guess his appearance. They just they just you hear him talking at the end of it like, "Are you sure you?" The Eternals is the lead into Blade. Yeah. I, I didn't never see that coming. Yeah. I thought for sure the Eternals was going to be a lead into the fucking uh, X Men entering somehow. Yeah. I thought they were going to talk about like the fucking like uh, mutants or something like that or the alien aspect. I thought they had so many cool ass angles. At the least, the Fantastic Motherfucking Four. I mean, come on, man! They oh. had so many <laughs> angles to go in, and I feel like they just fucking shit the bed. And they gave us like, Bleh. like I, I left that movie. It was like if they didn't play Blade's voice at the end, it would have been a complete fucking wash. Wow, it would have been a complete fucking wash to me. Oh, and I'm glad you brought that up, Tommy, because I think whatever executives were behind the X-Men movies, which I do think that X-Men 1 and 2 and Days of Future Past, I believe it's called. Those are the three best. Those, oh, absolutely three oh, and best. and Logan. I'm putting Logan in there. Logan's in there. Lo- Logan, lo- yeah, lo- great lo- fucking movie. Logan is great. I Had do me think... cried at the end like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. Get that up, was man. very sad. Come on, you could heal that one more time. That was very sad. And if there's ever an example of perfect casting it's the casting of wolverine yes he, that's why daniel radcliffe cannot be fucking yeah, it's hard to imagine he's a little five five guy no, i don't yeah. want his bibbity bobbity boopy ass yeah, on this yeah. fucking that, screen. that will never happen but we no. saw the x-men movies before we saw the current marvel cinematic universe and we know that disney is behind the marvel cinematic universe and that fox is behind the Mar- marvel yeah, the first X-Men came out in, like, 2001, I believe. It did. It so did. they were, like, the really, that, like, Spider-Man, I think they were right around the same time. So that was, like, they, the they were. Of like a big, like, comic book franchise. And both of those movies were good. Yes, they were. But uh, let's look at how the X-Men started the franchise. Imagine the MCU starting out. Their first movie's not The Incredible Hulk. It's not Iron Man. It's The Avengers. That's what Fox decided to do. That's, that's why I really think Kevin Feige is the best producer Right now in the movie industry. He built up three solo movies with Hulk, Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America. So that's four. And then we then we get to the Avengers. Oh, we got another Fox. Iron he had another Iron Man right before that. Iron Man two. Iron Man two okay. Came oh, out you're right. You're right. So yeah, X-Men, they all had X-Men their solos. came out first but did the exact opposite. Okay. We're doing a group movie. They didn't say we're gonna start our franchise off with the Wolverine solo movie. We're putting all up. We're going to jumble it all together. We don't even care if these pieces don't fit. 
We're going to stuff this circle in a square slot. We're going <laughs> to stuff it down y'all's throat. I really think that uh, a lot of people lost their jobs at Fox when they saw what Kevin Feige did with the Marvel Universe. Well, yeah, he built it up slowly. He did. And, and he it, did it correctly. But which comes with hiring. But that was still a big-ass risk to start with no, Iron Man because that. nobody would have banked on that. No, so was the yeah, first Iron X-Men. Man, no, Iron Man was a lot of people thought the first X-Men movie was going to flop. They were dogging. Hugh Jackman is casting. Even my brother-in-law was saying, who is this skinny punk, punk playing Wolverine? Oh, no. Oh, no. But he's, a, he's the biggest fan of Hugh Jackman ever. Yeah. That was, yeah the, maybe they wasn't building up on like the actual projects, but building up on the actual characters. I think X-Men did pretty good. Well, we had the X-Men cartoon growing up. I don't remember nothing about Iron Man. You know, Iron yeah, Man was not, not popular. Not, I remember thinking about like Justice League. Yeah, Everybody yeah. had like a head start on like the animation yeah, part yeah. of it. So, it, but... All of us knows that Wolverine was a more popular character Absolutely. in pop yeah. culture. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah but Spider-Man and uh, the ex- Superman, they were yeah. all in that Way movie. better Batman. than Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yes, but the executives of Fox said, we're still going to lump him together with these mm. other characters. It's not good enough to have a popular character. We're going to throw you in there with Storm and Cyclops and Professor X. And Magneto, we're gonna put them all. In. That's how we're starting out. But they did the exact opposite with the Marvels, and I and, and I find it fascinating yeah. to find out the more successful method was done by building it up slowly, character by character, and then joining them together. Fox and the X Men universe did, it. and we're not going to talk about Fantastic. I'm not going to waste y'all's time with what they did <laughs> with the Fantastic yeah, Four. Yeah, I don't even. No. I'm not a fan of Fantastic Four. So, yeah. but yeah, that that's. Further discussion. We'll we'll go on that tangent later. All right, cool. But a good peek in the creative process yeah. there. Yeah. So if y'all got anything to say about Eternals that's actually good, please like message me. Maybe mm-hmm. I missed something. My expectations are as low as ever, Tommy. So no. I might enjoy it better than you. No, because I need to start taking Sean's advice. Like go in there with no expectations, <laughs> and then you'll be surprised. Yeah, it helps yeah. so Every much. time I walk in there, yeah. man, I'm sitting there like I wasn't even bothered by the popcorn smell. Right, I was man, in a good that, mood. That's a good smell. Though. I was sitting there lounging back, got in there early, <laughs> playing the trivia game. Yeah, like, that's man. a great time. Like, oh, look, it's gonna be a good night, man. I'm talking to everybody right beside me. Like, how you doing? How y'all doing, man? What's up? I got to watching the movie like the first ten minutes. I was like, oh. <laughs> this is what I did. I can't get my money back now. Right, oh, too late fuck. now. No, so. hey, Marvel's built that goodwill. I don't blame me for being excited. No. Marvel's built up that goodwill, and no. other than um, it started to drop with Black Widow. The Black Widow I'll, was I'll, the first one to maybe. I'll like, raise you one. Like oh shit, baby. I was let down by Endgame. I was so let down. Damn, man. you might be one of the few that's actually said that. Uh, Even I, though Infinity War is still a I better like the movie. Infinity, Infinity War, yeah. I will, I will go on a limb and say the Endgame movie is my least favorite out of the four Avengers movies where they combine the whole group together. And I know Age of Ultron gets a lot of got it's a lot of crap on the on the internet. Run yeah, I wasn't thinking. Uh, 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 that's Infinity War, yeah, which is it. amazing. When he says dread, yeah, dread it, run dread from it. Awesome, awesome. But destiny will come. You know what I mean? But like that's a dope line. That, right that's there. awesome, but that's not in game. That's how that's, these, that's not in game. That's what we, you know, we vaccinated we people need to be hearing. Destiny will come, and you will be <laughs> that dread it, and you can run from it, but it's coming. It's coming. If I could pick apart Infinity War, I probably would, because there are some parts in there that I could pick apart. Like that didn't make sense. That. Makes sense, but whatever. All, all together, the f- 
the flow of the story for Infinity War was a lot better than Endgame. Endgame yeah. felt like a lot of fan service. A lot of talking in Endgame. It was a too. lot of fan oh, service. Yeah. The slowest end. paced Avengers yeah, yeah. movie. I remember falling. Out of getting, all and I tell you, my my altercation. I was getting sleepy as fucking there. There was not enough action. The action came at the end. Like well, was, the first half of it was basically like yeah. they're just building up to yeah. like this thing over and over again. And then when so, they started to get into it, it was kind of like. Like okay, yeah, y'all, y'all yeah. got something good because yeah. like the first, the last hour of that, like when the battle starts, yeah, fucking fire. It was, but nothing. I didn't that. see how they were going to put that ending together when they went back in time, or somebody went back in time, or yeah, yeah Thanos didn't fight them in real time or something. I can't remember, but it was just like oh, I didn't see this coming. How the hell they going to fight? I, Thanos, I didn't expect Thanos to get his head cut off uh, in the first twenty minutes. I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, I, I didn't know how Thanos was going to fight them when he everybody was dead already and they didn't bring back but everybody. Th- and, yeah, when you thought about it, yeah. it, it's the only thing that makes sense. You can kill this part of the timeline of right. Thanos, but you can't kill the one that's going to come back from y'all time traveling. Right. But okay. then, and, one of the first things that struck me, which carried on, they didn't even address going forward, was that there was obviously something going on with Captain America and Black Widow from the previous Avengers and, and Captain America mm-hmm. movies themselves. So even in the previous Infinity War, when... Captain America and Black Widow showed up and got reintroduced to um, the Hulk, um, Bruce Banner. Uh-huh. And uh, Captain America's best friend even said, oh, this is awkward. There was obviously something going on between. There, there was a there was a uh, emotional relationship. An yeah, actual- because like, when you think about the end of Ultron, like uh, Hulk left the planet because... He had a crush on Black Widow. He had a crush on Black Widow, but he knew he couldn't be like the man that she wanted him to be, or he she, felt like he couldn't be. She obviously oh, had something. She for was Captain. getting pineapple by everybody because Captain America was in there, the Hulk, uh, Bruce Banner was in there. I mean, everybody Hulk. had a little bit of a crush Hulk. on. I, I hear Not you. Hawkeye. That. Hawkeye had a wife. No, and she, she was we bad. don't know that though. We don't know that. We don't I know think that. that relationship was strictly professional. They're but yeah, she, she banged, she banged she Iron really Man. Does. Her and she, Hawkeye really do feel like they had like a brother sister kind yes, of. Yes, yeah, that was professional. She's like, fine were, enough. You can you can venture away from that. You know, you know I hear that. that so. But one of my favorite movies, that matter of fact, my favorite movie of the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe are both Captain America movies: Civil War and Winter Soldier. And they built up a more than professional relationship between Black Widow and Captain America. And for that to be completely thrown away in Endgame pissed me off. She jumped on uh, Iron Man's side real quick. They always were friends, but the the romantic aspect of that was completely thrown away. And they built it up in the previous movie, even in Infinity War. It was more than professional. They built that up to be that, and they just did not never, address that at all. I never really saw them as like having like a romantic side because I always felt like he had like something for Peggy, and if it wasn't going to be Peggy, it was going to be Sharon Carter, which but I felt like you, they you just shit all over that. Because but you do they remember that nothing. You, you remember that he was one of the pallbearers at Carter's funeral yeah. when she died in uh, Civil War. Then he found out that she was related to uh, Peggy when he saw Sharon, like this neighbor from. Uh, Winter soldiers, like, oh, you're related to Peggy. I didn't know. But that. there was one female that came and saw uh, Captain Rogers post that funeral and said, "I don't want you to be alone." What he said? He said, "Why are you here? I don't want you to be alone." And okay, yeah, that that was Black Widow. Well, yeah, they were teasing that shit a lot. Yeah, yeah. it was something there. I, I was disappointed in that, and we're not even going to talk about the pacing within game, and you know. Yeah, Fellowship of the Ring. 
we've seen it a lot of CGI armies running at each other. So I, yeah, I I did. I don't, I don't know. In uh, yeah, yeah. game didn't do it for me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like the only flaw at the end of end game, I already told you on this, was that fan service of the all female. Yeah, like, we talked about that. That was kind of like no, dude, don't don't ever have that. Yeah, I didn't think it was that bad. Was, it I, was that bad. I thought that was. <laughs> that was what are the chances? Very gimmicky. Very gimmicky. Like, how often do you see women get together like that? Yeah, but I mean, I think that was just for the women, just for them to have something. Yeah, just They've, you know that would that would resonate with women. But they didn't have that. to do that. They didn't have to, to do that. But it was already so been serviced. Yes. Yeah. It was I, so fucking I don't think it there's a lot of strong female have, characters yeah. throughout this universe yeah. before yeah, like that said, scene. It will never be complete because they didn't have Black Widow there. She wasn't the yeah, original Avenger. Already, yeah. Like her That's not being point. there made it very incomplete. A very good point. And plus, I didn't even look at that. That's a good point, Tommy. About, it would have been a lot. It would have been a lot more believable if, like, the Dormelage was all there, protected, right. like Peter Parker. I would have believed that before I saw like Mantis and fucking like the Wasp and everybody just trying to show up over oh, there. Oh my! And they all in the same spot in that big ass battleground. Like, what was Mantis going to do? Put everybody? To yeah, sleep? put everybody to sleep. So yeah, <laughs> like, it's like seriously, but whatever, man, whatever. Like, oh, damn, Lord. I miss these conversations. Oh, All right, man. All right, what's our next segment, man? We, we Hidden Gems, we got so, time for that? Yeah. No, that's good, too. Hold on. I feel like we're missing something. We forgot to talk about my man, Michael Myers. That's what I want to talk about. Do we want to talk about, about Halloween Kills? All right, you, because you came with me. I, I yeah, have you seen you, Halloween Kills? Yes, I have. I All right. Cover me. I'm going in. I, yo, <sighs> man, no, man. No. Yo, you can't. You, yeah, you I told win. you. The movie was 99% fire, and I hated the ending because they did, like, the typical white people thing of you don't complete the kill. Oh, yeah, of course They not. jumped yeah, him. Yeah. They had him, and somehow yeah, he goes into fucking, go. like, John Wick mode yeah, and he, starts to kill everybody. Yeah, he, he turned it down. Yeah, he started cutting everybody up. I, that, yeah, that, I think that was just to get us to the next movie, though. That was just a filling movie for me. I thought oh, it did. It was, it was so, the baddest Michael Myers I've ever seen. Though. It was. He was so fucking badass. Yeah, and, 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 and he. If you were in a scene with him, you were getting stabbed or something. And yes. He was stabbing the shit out of people. Oh, what was that one where he got the one dude? He like put his eyes. Oh in, yeah, oh, he, God, he, he stabbed so him in the dope. armpit first. Oh, and then, oh man, the gay I, couple was, got a bad yes. And then of yeah, course they, they had to have the gay couple in there. And then they were talking about how he individually <laughs> killed them, and they made a big deal out of that. Now Michael Myers is homophobic too. Yeah, now he's the only Get the hell out of here. Hey, they were living in his childhood house. Yeah, yeah. They got to get it bad. Yeah. yeah they got the dude from Mad TV that always plays the, you know, get away from me. You know, the guy that always plays the goofy. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was he was one of the gay guys there. But I, Michael Myers was lethal. That's the, this the best Michael. I don't know about Halloween itself, but this is the best Michael Myers for me as far as everything. that If you wanted to see him kill somebody... The name fits. The, the, the title fits. Kills, Michael, Meyer, Michael kills everything. It lived up to the title. Yeah. Yes. So I saw him take out those firefighters. I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, that's the guy yeah. we get in this one? Right. right. But This I think dude got every They do body. got the stereotypical running in the woods, get lost. Let me turn around every five seconds and look. They do have that, but I think that's what they were going for. I they wanted that, that 80s, shit. 90s, ho- ho- scary movie feel. I hate Because those that's how they cliches. were back in the Jasons and all that. It did enough for me to yeah. recommend it. I, I enjoyed myself. Yeah. I, I enjoyed myself. Bro, I, I swear, it felt like it felt like a Cowboys game. Like we got all the way to the one yard line and they fumbled the ball. <laughs> Actually, Cowboys doing pretty good since we're last. Yeah, but it was just more like I yeah. didn't like how they did that ending. It shocked me when the the daughter got killed. Yeah, that kind of got me like, oh fuck. 
Y'all not now, I'm glad you brought characters. that up, Tommy. Now, you know now she afraid. better stay dead. Now, if she that comes back been, alive in the no, third movie, that could have been, been a vision, I, though. That, hey, they brought that. I thought that yeah. cop was dead. I hope. Well, what, oh, what, yeah, yeah. The cop uh, sharing the hospital yeah, bed with Jamie Lee Curtis and that. They had to tie in their association If they bring Jamie Lee Curtis' daughter, who got killed at the end of that movie, if she comes back alive. that was She was somebody that could have been. Out of those three, she was the most that. You can see her going because the daughter is kind of like the next in line as far as yes. the biggest, you know, the best actress in the, on the scene. You know yes. what I mean? Like everybody wants to see the daughter survive. He killed the boyfriend. He's about to get her and they set him up. But, you know, I, this is all set up for the third one. The Halloween ends or Halloween ends. Yeah, the they promised one. us a trilogy yeah, right yeah. from the first movie. Right, they right. did. So, yeah, yeah. I, it, it just it disappointed me how they did that. Maybe it was just me. They could have just done it a little bit better instead of like. You know, evil dies tonight, man. They all got first their pitchforks. That was my biggest first, gripe. That that boy, the boy that was he, she was babysitting who grew up. The Tommy Floyd, whatever his name is, he of all people should know Michael Myers. Is, you can't kill him because he kept telling her in the original one, he's the boogeyman. You can't kill the boogeyman. Remember, right. he kept telling Jamie Lee Curtis. Now he out there with a baseball bat trying to kill evil dies tonight. They got old Cedar Citizen chasing Michael Myers around town. It was satisfying to see him get his... Oh, they were getting smoked real bad. Michael Myers was killing everybody. And the fact that... I like the theme. Not only is Michael Myers the, the, you know, the boogeyman, but the kind of emotional distress he might have caused these people their whole life in that town. I hear you. You know what I mean? And I I like the building up of him as being a supernatural force of evil. Right. Every time he kills somebody, he becomes even more supernatural. Yes, exactly. More unkillable. Right. And But as far as the forced social commentary with the dangers of mob justice, Mm -hmm. that almost ruined the movie for me. So. It's a recommendation. I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Great but time. that whole, for me, my biggest gripe with Halloween Kills was that middle passage with the mob in the hospital. Oh, yeah. And, that was uncalled yes, for. Yes, and the yeah. guy j- ended up committing suicide. That. Yeah, didn't have to have that. Yes, yeah. And uh, I've talked about my gripes with the sledgehammer approach. With We talked about Candyman with the sledgehammer approach to social commentary. Yeah. They took that with Halloween Kills, and that almost took me out the movie. To me, Michael Myers come back to life, killing the mob at the end, and that was satisfying. Sn- snapping the boyfriend's neck, yeah, that damn near salvaged the movie because yeah. once once that mob scene in the hospital happened, I was like, okay, this movie's starting to suck now. I can't believe I'm watching this crap. Yeah. Believe me, I love sc- I love getting mad at that girl, uh, shooting herself with the gun. Yeah, when he kicked the door. I'm sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, Scott. I kicked your damn table. I'm sorry. But, yes, horror movies are supposed to have you screaming at the screen about stupid characters. Oh, and I was, did that. It I was delivering, so yes. It yeah, was, I, it I was deli- for that. Though. Yes, meant for, that. for sure. Yeah. It yeah, was as soon delivering. as he got up at the end and started going gone mode, I, everybody in my role was like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted to see, though. I wanted him. I, was, I, was, come, come I hate the fact that I'm cheering him on. but I'm like, Mike, don't y'all know, if you're going to do that, right. kill him. Yeah. Kill him, yes. Yeah. A baseball bat, he will die tonight. Oh, yeah. It, it, it if Rodney King can survive, <laughs> yeah. so can Somebody Michael Myers. had a frying pan yes. and a, a broomstick. <laughs> like, man, get the hell out of here. Michael Myers just killed 70 people in the first half of the movie. I think I saw somebody throw a hug boot at him. Somebody tried to trip him. Had a hangnail. He survived everything. John, I might not hear a funny thing said this year. Oh, my God. Pan out there with my. <laughs> 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 
But they got what they... They, they got what bad. They got yeah, what bad yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that was a good payoff. Yeah. I, I, uh, <laughs> I thought... I, I, I gave it a four. A four brownies out of, uh, out of five for me. I We're, gave it 3.5 only yeah. because I dropped it down because... I didn't like how they did the ending. It was, yeah. it was starting to piss because I hate I, I, I hate cliches in like horror films, mm-hmm. which is why I was still a little bit shocked that you didn't like Malignant. But we'll talk about. Well, that no, no, we day. gotta get on that another time because I hated that. What? I, I didn't. Tommy, let me let me get you no, that. Yeah, I, I oh, like yeah. that. We, oh, I, I, my, I did not like. I that like Malignant. Malignant. We'll talk was, about that another time. All right, yes. all right, yeah. Yes. But I just I hate cliches in like horror films. Like mm-hmm. the one thing I hate was like. If you're running, you ain't got to turn around every two seconds. No, just run. Yeah, but just Usain Bolt your way to safety (laughs) and don't look back. And another thing was when you do something like that, when you have a chance to kill somebody, don't fuck around with it, man. Don't play with him, man. Just go ahead and kill him. And if it was me, I would have been like, uh, how many clips you got in that gun? How many of y'all ran him over, set him on fire, dead everything? Like like Miss Jenkins, we don't need your frying pan right right now. Get a gun. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I I felt like it it delivered on what I think they meant for you to want to see it that way. To me, they wanted it to be a classic horror. I thought it was kind of weird that it was free on Peacock. I didn't know that. It was free? I think, but you got to pay for Peacock, though. Uh, Well, I pay for Disney Plus, but they still charge me for a movie at a premium rate. Yeah, I think they they probably cut out a movie or $9.99. They just want as many eyes on this movie as possible. Yeah, and I think it delivered as far as it being a fill in for the next one. It's just a middle movie. Got the third one, like you said, coming up. But it's it's a horror movie. You know, I mean, they exactly went back to the roots of every cliche you say, they delivered on that. But the, it was funny and it was good to me. I enjoyed it. It so. still wasn't the best horror film this year, but it yeah, definitely was Candyman. Candyman is the best horror movie. Candyman and the Quiet Place is like yeah. right, yeah. right there. As far hey, as I'm putting Malignant up. up there with all those. That ain't no horror movie. Oh, that yeah. was a goddamn superhero movie. No, no, that was crazy. Nothing about that was scary. It's set up to be a scary movie. You did not see that coming. I didn't know where we were going. But Candyman wasn't scary. That was that's a horror movie. No, but so was Malignant. But you weren't scared watching. You enjoyed Candyman. I would, but not. Because you were scared. No, I don't. That, I didn't have a horror feeling with this malignant. I had a horror feeling. Like, this is a, a horror icon we're talking about, Candyman. Yes. This like, but my, so my, was James Wan. James Wan, yeah, he's a, but he's not. This is not the type of movie I thought I was going to watch. Either was malignant. He made The Conjuring. He made Insidious and all these. Exactly. Movies. Exactly. Uh, I was expecting. This was more Aquaman. No superhero, no, y'all. No, no, I can't no. believe y'all said this. Malignant was good. This is terrible. I'm putting Malignant no. over Conjuring Two. No, Conjuring Three. I'm gonna go out. Is it a balcony? Aqu- Aquaman. <laughs> You're saying you enjoyed. Aqu- you saying you enjoyed Aquaman? I, that did not the like Conjuring Two and Three more than Malignant. I say Malignant might be better than tied with Conjuring Three. And I didn't like Conjuring Three. No. That malignant sucked, man. I did not. This, what? No, we this, saw we saw a different movie. I can't movie. believe. No, I watched it because you told me about it. I watched it in his own HBO no, Max because it was totally original. He it did was something very original. It didn't even seem like a real movie. It seemed like a damn play or something to me. It didn't. I didn't feel no, no. even when he went. It even felt when like she low, went God mode yeah. at the end. That really. I, I can't tell you. How I can't tell you how the thrill I had her tearing up that police station. Oh my god! I got that's the best scene in the movie, but the rest of that shit I did not. No, the jail like cell that. scene. You talk about when he's the I jail thought, cell scene is the best scene in that movie with the and when she was locked up with the female prisoners. It was like a superhero movie to me. How the hell she snapped back 
snap her limbs and shit, snap that, her bones. And you then, just have to accept if Michael Myers can survive a ass whooping like that, exactly. get up like he never yeah. got hurt. Man, this woman yeah. is just a normal woman, a suburban woman. No, not she's a not. little girl, little lady, and she can snap her bones the other way and walk backwards and shit. She and has an alien entity inside of her body. That, it's, it's two, a, diff- it's it's two a, different it's bodies. It's twin, right? It's, it's two, two different, different bodies. bodies. They survive personalities. No, but when I, I, that's bad. No, when I saw how that was happening, it yeah. like it made a lot more sense. Like, and it made the previous hour of the movie a lot better. Yes. Once I, once they once it revealed itself. If it would have been a horror movie, I I thought it was going to be a horror movie. It, it wasn't trying to be. It wasn't it, never no, no, trying no, to I be. I know, but it's still when it's, when I saw what it was, I just completely fell out like and oh, I I, hell I, understand, no. I I understand Sean. Yeah, I, mean, I understand. Like, if, no. I was completely on board yeah, I mean, once it revealed yeah. itself. And I was along for the ride. I it, y'all it, the it, only it surpassed. Ones I know. I did not meet other people. I talked to other couple of people about it. I didn't really have good expectations. Not for a it. good movie. Not saying it can't be a good movie, but I just did not like it. It just didn't do nothing for me. I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. Her snapping back the other way. She move a desk and flip it. How did she get super strong and all that stuff? You know, I mean, it's still the she's same an alien. Person. That's an alien entity. Mm. It's not supposed to move like a human. It's not, I, I, like I say, an alien. It's an actual twin, isn't it? It's her twin, right? It's a split personality. That's it, super strong. It's Superman yes, in there. Yes. Oh, which, is, which she is. It's, but it's, when she's walking around the normal world, I can, I can say it, this will never happen in real life. <laughs> no. Just no. like most storylines yeah. and most movies. Yeah. But if you're along for the ride and you know nothing about it going in, I really think most people... I found enjoy it. it. I found it very entertaining. Extremely entertaining. Malignant was one of Maybe my biggest just, surprises. The of problem this is year. you're overthinking a lot of this stuff. You know how good we both say Predator is. Yeah, we we, we ain't never met an alien before to compare to other aliens. Man, no, you just no, have to accept like no, that's but, how but it I is. I went in. I went in when I didn't. I didn't go into Predator with that mindset. But I thought this was. I'm thinking of the setup with the house, how it was looking, and the shots he was using. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a horror movie. You know, I'm I, like, yeah. I'm like, okay, okay. Like I said, he combined like a. Yeah. That's the setup. He thought that's what. And he's good with camera angles and all that. He, he set is. me up. And then when I saw what it was, I was like, what the hell is oh, this shit? Oh, man. I, James, Maybe you were wa- expecting something different. I, yeah, I was. I, I wanted an actual scary movie. I, I was. Yeah. I, I was with you, Sean. I was expecting something different. But yeah. what I got was better than what I was expecting. And I this is coming from somebody who thinks James Wan is one of the best filmmakers working yeah, today. Is. Yes, but it's still, I was still extremely disappointed right. with The Conjuring 2. Aquaman. I like The Conjuring 2. Yeah, me too. I liked it. I was That's, that's the one where they're in London, right? Yeah, yes. that's the second one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I enjoyed and that. The Conjuring Three was kind of like, Ugh, you know. He didn't direct that one. He didn't. He was producer. He didn't. He didn't actually direct that one. But mm. James, well, that, producer, I'm still going to give him a little bit of credit because he deserves it. Just like how they give Jordan Peele credit mm. for producing like Candyman, like he, they're going to say he had a hand in like probably the screenplay a little bit. Right. So maybe he had a little bit of hand in like how they were going to direct. It's a marketing ploy more than anything. Yeah, because the first two, they were so they had a similar beat to it. You can't just come out with a third one. All of a sudden, you turn into like a murder mystery. I'm disappointed that he didn't complete a trilogy with The Conjuring. The Conjuring one was so good. I'm I'm disappointed James Wan took the big payday from Hollywood and did Aquaman and didn't do The Conjuring 3. Hey, Aquaman was good. It was was bad. He even had some of the same actors. Better than expected. (laughs) Considering so, his right. introduction yeah. in oh, Batman right. yeah, versus Superman, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, well, yeah, James Wan we'll, we'll is, we'll is talented. Pass. Like every director has like that that uh, that movie where they'll do it like 
for the money. I feel sorry just for like you, Sean. Some, this I am, so I'm disappointed that you didn't me. enjoy Malignant on the level bad. that me and I'm sure And I'm a, glad I, I didn't you. see that in theaters. I oh, really I regret not seeing that. that. I, that's an audience that movie. That made it a lot better for me. Yes, yeah, same here. That's an audience movie. This was like a... That's an audience movie. It was so fucking creepy. If I could have been in the audience where like when they... I gave it a healthy two... Two brownie points out of five for me. For that's how bad I thought yeah. that was. And I give, give it to because of the damn. I, I to pity the jail you. scene in that police uh, when they were in the police department. And at the end, I, I, I just didn't like all that. Now there was yeah. some surprises. I was surprised by some stuff. I, I, but I feel it would have been a horror movie. And that's what I went in looking for a horror movie. This I, was, so did I. This James Wan, I, I expect to be scared shitless. Yeah, that's it, what it, I it, it didn't do that. Mm. But I was entertained from the opening second until the end credits. I was hooked, and all the payoffs worked for me. I, and, and but that's a movie I understand. Not everybody like enjoying. I can was, understand that. How so. could I put this? It's like something that came on like Sci-Fi Channel for me or something. Like it was no. just like not that great. I mean, you brought, didn't you bring up the Giver? In I like that though. Yeah, I like the Giver. So you're saying. Uh, so did I. But that, I mean, the, that's in the, the times, though. That's, I, this, I, put, this, I grouped those together. What? The Giver and Malignant. That's huh? that's it. Well, those okay. are in the same genre. Uh, I a, guess horror, a horror action yeah. movie? Yeah, I, I never... Yeah, well, yeah, I guess... All right, we, we, we all ain't going to share the same taste because <laughs> you like the little things, and I told you I hated them. Yeah. Right? I thought that... You I know. didn't hate it, but... Yeah, it was, Sean enjoyed that more than us. It was a waste, did, was a waste of good talent. It, it pulled me in. It pulled me in. I was. It was suspenseful, and I liked that. I guess because Denzel. Right. Denzel yeah, good. I'm delivered. glad I watched. He'd always deliver like you guys want, but I thought he did good. So I don't think he delivered. I think he just kind of like um like he mailed it in a little bit. Like he let Jared Leto like really take like the lead on like. Yeah, I think they all took a nice paycheck for that movie. Like uh, Remy um, Malcolm or whatever you say. Remy Martin. He, 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 seemed, he seemed really out of place yeah. in that movie. He's I didn't buy like, him as a detective. The of, yeah. the lead detective of that department. Now him as a bad guy in uh, No Time to Die. Is that nice? I, I know that. I know that's what he plays. I, I'm aware of that. Holy shit. And uh, yeah. Mm. So if you enjoy that, you're not ready for True Detective Season 1. Okay. Yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> like t- true Detective season one is the reason we have Matthew McConaughey, Wild Turkey, and Lincoln Automobile commercials, and the reason that director got the job of directing a James Bond movie. No. That and which uh, another underrated movie which he directed. Now I like that he didn't fall into the hype after True Detective. Only his only follow up before James Bond was a good Netflix original movie that starred Idris Elba called Beast of No Men. About uh, a oh, war beast of lord. no nation. Beast of, thank you, beast of no nation. About a uh, a warlord in modern day Africa. I never got a chance to watch that. that beast was, of no nation. Give that a I chance. Heard that did really fucking good. Oh yeah. So yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that, one of the best. One of the better filmmakers working today. Carrie yeah. from Carrie Fukunaga, and he's a white guy mixed with so, Japanese. I don't. He's not Japanese. <laughs> okay. Before we dip out of here and do our hidden gems. Okay, because basically this is like going to be a catch-up episode. I'm guessing we're just going to do that, and then I don't know if we have time to do Family Feud because we had, we, we had a catch-up on all of Most of that is my fault. I started the bad yeah. trend with Stanley yeah. Kubrick. No. This episode no, this has been drawn be out because of me. And thank you guys up. for having me. I appreciate it. Man, that. you part of the team. What do you mean having you on our team now? I know. Thank, yeah, thank you, Sean. You're thank you, Tommy. You're the team. You, you got a free agent over here. It, it's good to talk yeah. movies with friends, <laughs> right, for sure. Right. Did you Life is hard, so it's good to talk movies. Did you hear about that news about... 
Vin Diesel trying to get the rock back into fast. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The rock Unfortunately, got I heard to fry. that. He don't care about and this. it made so much sense because, like I said, Fast 9 was one of the most disappointing movies of the year. You know? It made so much sense why he's trying to get him back. Yeah, they need him to bring that you know, people back in. With I him. hear you. And you know what? Eternals is actually worse than Fast 9 to me. That's bad. Because that's I, I, saying I don't, a I don't lot. even know why Fast 9 was disappointing. Cause that is saying a lot. It looked bad from the get-go. You know? I'm one of the reasons why there's a Fast 9. Yeah, I've paid to see half of those movies. Half of in them the th- flying out. I I've seen that way back. In Fast the day. Nine was You're the, the reason absolute... they went into space. That's yes, I am. I am. That I will. I, I will. think Fast I Five was you... my last time I saw that, in the and theater. that was a really good one. That's Fast the best five. one. Fast Five is the best yeah. out of all of them, yeah, in my is. opinion. Yeah. That Fast Nine was the absolute worst movie of the series. <laughs> And I, th- I thought you guys were being too harsh on it. It's I haven't not, even oh, seen it. But I you you guys it. were 100% correct. John, Wait, you, you haven't seen it, Sean? I haven't seen it. Because Tom, yeah, Tommy's was dogging that movie out in previous I, episodes. I shit all over that one. And I, I would think you were hard enough. That it movie so sucked. Besides seeing Charlize Theron in that red leather outfit she had on. Damn, she is so fucking fine. Oh, she, she was looking real Jesus good. Jesus Christ. That was the only positive in that. She was barely in the movie. Barely. She, she didn't barely. have no reason to be in there but to wear sexy-ass outfits. That's, that's, that's <laughs> John Cena was in there. Oh. And he just... He's terrible. I don't... Ter- he, and of course, he, he, was, he wasn't a real fine. bad guy. Yeah, he, he, he ended up joining the team at the end. He's gonna be. He's gonna be part of the team in the next. They thing. always add. They got a thirty people in the team oh, now. They, they always add everybody. Fast, right He's now, wrong. Jason Statham is a is a good guy now. You know, I mean, everybody just switched. Oh, we on this side now. We killed. Oh, everybody. that remind me. I left it so early, and I was so happy to leave that movie. I forgot there was an after credits. Oh, and uh, Fast when they had uh, Jason Statham was. Uh, uh, he was like interrogating what? somebody at the end, and they showed Han walking in. And Jason oh Satan my like, god. Everybody it was kind of like, oh, I'm glad I missed that. Marvel that was, started that. Everybody got to have it after that's credits ridiculous. now. You know, so. That's well, ridiculous. Not everybody, but I, I, a lot I, of people I, do it. I, every movie I watch in the theater, I'm tempted to stay around. Like, okay, what's going to happen? And like, even Halloween Kill, I thought Michael Myers was going to do a cameo, or somebody was going, Jason was going to pop up. Or <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, damn. Now every, every credits, every time the credits go off, I'm sitting there thinking something's going to come up. So. See, Marvel uh, deserves props for that because yeah. other than, than oh, film snobs, what do you think about the Boba Fett? Uh, excited. Excited excited. That it? looks fucking dope. Yeah. I am excited to watch that. That and Hawkeye that's coming yeah. up in the next couple of weeks. Tom, Boy, Tommy's Disney, main right. Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Right here, got him on my shirt right oh, here. Yeah, yeah, oh, very nice. Oh, yeah, man. Very I've been nice. waiting on this one. Uh-huh. Oh, man. I saw that Boba Fett trailer. I was like, God damn, because Mandalorian. Is Miss, so and maybe miss Mandalorian. Apparently, they're still working on the Mandalorian. They're going to come out with another. Uh, Season, so of course, yeah. of course, man. Just let John Favreau do his thing, man. Yeah. That's what happens when you have like good talent, like leading a project. It don't, makes don't, all the difference in the don't world. Don't fuck up and let like executives get involved somehow. Right. They need like a certain storyline or plot line or whatever. Like, no, that's how you fuck up like franchises. That's how Star Wars got fucked up, right? To me, cooks no in the denying kitchen. that. Tell a good story. Ooh, that remind me you. to send you like a YouTube link of like this one. Uh, the one dude that I sent you. Disgrace Star he, Wars. Yeah. He dogged Star, Star Wars, Wars so yeah. fucking bad. It made me feel bad. And he like, was a huge fan, he said. And he just was like, impressed. Rise of Skywalker fucked up so bad. We like, need to talk about that at a certain point. I know we talked about it in, in little tidbits in previous episodes. But uh, somebody who's followed uh, box office results for movies yeah. since, since the mid-90s. The Force Awakens outgrossing. Titanic and Avatar at the domestic box office 
Canada, United yeah. States was one of the biggest. I even think I truly believe that Force Awakens surpassed even Disney's expectations. They knew it was going to be yeah. big money. Well, the much time that it had been away from it, they weren't expecting like yeah. kids and well, like adults to gravitate towards. They knew, that, they knew it was going to be a hit, but we we there's a there's. I, I, and honestly, there there was a split in the fan base during Star Wars because Sean knows how excited I was. Me and Sean talked a lot. I remember you showing me you fresh in your South Side. Nineteen ninety nine was all about the Phantom Menace, yeah. which I enjoyed. But the people mm-hmm. that I enjoy, I like the Phantom Menace. Nineteen. That's the one with Darth Maul, right? With Darth yeah. Maul, yeah. yes. Yeah. And Liam Neeson is Qui Gon. Qui Gon, yes. And that's when Anakin is young. And even I knew, yeah. as a fourteen-year-old freshman, this was not the best movie ever made, like I thought it was. But I like it. Yeah. But Darth the- Maul was dope. I did like Darth Maul. I like. I love like Darth the double Maul. lightsaber. Like we ain't never seen no shit like that. Like, never yeah, at all. Man. But he only got ten minutes in that movie. It was mm-hmm. ten minutes. The, well, the two so best long. characters of that. Of that uh, prequel trilogy got killed in the first movie. Qui-Gon Jinn, Liam Neeson, and Darth Maul. I think those are two. I love Hugh McGregor's Obi-Wan. That's another show on the horizon, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah, yeah. I've been hearing about that for a while. I'm, I, I, he's a great Obi-Wan. But we'll talk about... There was a split in the fan base, is what I'm saying with Star Wars. With the older crowd that are older than me, and the people in the 40s, 60s, and 70s who, who watched the originals when it came out in 77. Mm-hmm. Most, of, most of that crowd were extremely disappointed in those prequel movies that came out. I really think all the flack those prequels got this new trilogy of Star Wars was worse than that. Yeah. No, and, no, no, no. No, yeah, but The Force Awakens was good, but everything that, after that was trash. That Those goofy-ass Jaja Binks move ones were goofy as shit. Even though they are they part of its storyline, those were goofier than the There's, there's no those, Liam Neeson. The clone. There's no Liam Neeson or Darth Maul in The Last Jedi. Yeah, but... There's the last Jedi where you put Luke Skywalker on an island for the entire movie. The most powerful character left in the franchise. Yeah. You put him on an island. Yeah. I, I, I will never forgive that. I will never forgive <laughs> and that. I, and I told you over and over again, Palpatine coming back was a panic. The me. worst. And there's no reason that no the Ray should have been Luke Skywalker's daughter. That makes the Force sense. That would that have been awesome to see. That was too easy, though. That was too easy for them to do, though. Sometimes you overthink yourself. Yeah, but I think everybody saw that. Everybody was speculating between movies. Oh, who's Raid? I think it's Obi-Wan Kenobi's daughter. Everybody was speculating. We didn't know where. No, but they were doing that before The Force Awakens yeah. came out. No. And, and nobody, saw, nobody saw Kylo Ren as being Darth Vader's. Because there was all, I, believe me, one of the biggest hype machines, one of the best hype machines for movies history is The Force Awakens. Yeah. As, as well as The Phantom Menace. And there was speculation for both. But I promise you, nobody on the internet, me included, saw Kylo Ren as being Darth Vader's grandson. grandson yeah. And and that wasn't even the big twist of the movie. That they, they kind of revealed itself halfway through, and I was all aboard. Oh, we got a Darth Vader wannabe who doesn't even have to wear a mask. He I just wants like to the, be. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah, enjoyed. Yeah. I wanted I, him to I, keep the mask on. I yeah. so did I, yeah. but he but he we, did. We knew that was what's his name, Donald Driver. What was his name? Adam, Adam, yeah. Adam Driver. Adam we knew Driver. that was him under the mask. He ain't got to take it off every twenty minutes. We we knew minutes. that. Yeah. We knew that. Yeah. But I didn't expect him to pull it off and say I don't have any scars and yeah. I'm wearing the mask by choice. That was I I was all on board with it. I, yeah, I love. He's trying to live up to the most notorious uh, villain exactly. of all time. Exactly, and it paid respect uh, to the yeah, originals yeah, by saying yeah. this guy's a wannabe. Right. And he'll never be as strong he's as Darth soft. Vader. He's soft, yeah. He's and soft, we yeah. saw 
And he got beat by Ray in the first one. I, mean, I was like, I was all for that. I yeah. loved it. I, I was all on board, and they ruined that with the two, they two want, follow-up I think movies. the biggest problem, they wanted FN 2187. They wanted Finn to be some kind of person, something higher than he ever got. Yeah, you be. can't just have like a stormtrooper like, pick, up, pick a up a lightsaber, and, and you don't complete that storyline. And then he's the in a worst. coma. He's in a coma in the next one. Like, he, exactly. He gets up and, oh, and I'll tell you the worst thing about The Force Awakens, if we're going to really talk about it, I hate how they killed Han Solo. Yeah, I, I, his death was like a like a like a bad guy's death. Him yeah. falling down that corridor. They don't yeah. give him a funeral. They don't even bring him up in the next one. Right. Like he's dead. Well, they couldn't um, give him. A, they couldn't give him a Jedi funeral. You, you know, didn't even really believe in all that shit. I, and Sean knows this. And then they brought him back in the third one as a that was movie. terrible. But I walked into the Force Awakens expecting Han Solo to die. But I thought it was going to be heroic death. Yeah. Where the Millennium Falcon makes an ultimate sacrifice and blows up this new Death Star that yeah. they got. So to see that it was actually his son being the bad guy was a surprise. And uh-huh. to see his son stab him in the chest as a Darth Vader wannabe. It was terrible. That was an emotion. That, that, no, The Force Awakens is a good movie. It is a good movie. That but is I just, a I good hate, movie. I just hated how they treated Han Solo when, mm. like his death. Han Solo, compared, compared with The Force Awakens... Did with Han Solo's character compared to what the follow-up movies did to Luke Skywalker and Leia? Well, or, or well, they caught bad luck with Leia because she died in real life, yeah, so they couldn't give her like yeah. a final send-off per se. But Han Solo was such a fucking popular character, like like they said, like in videos, like they 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 showed me this, and I had to think about it. It's like. The way they treated his death was the way you treat a death of a bad guy. Usually you see a bad guy falling yeah, down yeah. a building mm-hmm. or falling down a corridor fall or of falling a off a yeah, cliff or yeah. something like that. Like That's what you do with a bad but guy. But that's one of the good. reasons I hated The Rise of Skywalker. I didn't want no redemption for Kylo Ren. I, I, could, I wanted him to die a painful, horrible death for stabbing his own dad you started and the, one of my favorite fictional characters in the chest with the lightsaber yeah. just so we can... That 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 was an emotional payoff. Yeah, that, that usually doesn't me. work that way. Like the bad guy man, gets the girl at the end. I right. man, yeah, Sean, was, you went with me to yeah, see we that. Saw it, yeah. Everybody in that theater was along for that entire ride, <laughs> and and Han Solo being stabbed in the chest by his son was one of the biggest surprises of my cinematic life, and I cherished that. That scene worked for me. I couldn't wait. I was hoping that the third movie of this franchise would see Finn with the lightsaber cutting Kylo Ren's head off. I didn't want to see Finn get sidelined. Yeah. No, they fucked, I, they fucked up they, the story they, they, they He could have been so completely. much more. Like I, a, yeah. a black stormtrooper uh, breaking away. That, right. That's a big deal. We need, oh, we yeah. Needed, we needed more of that. We needed, he needed to be a little more heroic and all that. Give he should have been, he should have, he should have yeah. been the new, yeah. yep. him, him and him Ray, and Ray should, should be the new, the new Jedi. Jedi. Yes. yes. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. And that's, that's pretty, you can tell that's the original storyline. But yeah. that's when the higher up executives well, stepped the, the in. Shit, the first trailer we ever saw was him walking in the desert and he looking around, and you know, what I mean, they made it seem like he was going to be such a pivotal, revolutionary. A pivotal, yeah, revolutionary, I, I can't, yeah. I can't tell you how much yeah. of an emotion impact had that the first preview we had for Star Wars, the, the after the prequels, was a black man taking off the stormtrooper. I never thought, and, I would then, and them building him up to be the that was so dope. That, they, yeah, giving a stormtrooper some kind of. Uh, 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 um, charisma and all, like an actual. Uh, we never character. saw the storm. Yeah, 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 never yeah, saw yeah. what the stormtroopers yeah. look like. Right, and for, right, and right. for him to break away from that and to be a possible right, Jedi right, and one yeah. of the more 
powerful force. And to have a mind of their own. You know what I mean? Like, they're not sitting there being, you know, the led force, on. Yes. And, and led and the on Force Awakens did enough to build that up, yeah. and they didn't pay it off the sequels. Yeah, well, Very they, disappointing. They, they fucked it up. So they did. Yeah. R.I.P. to the Star Wars franchise. <laughs> Ooh, it's going to be, be hard to come back from right, that. Right, yeah. All right, man. Y'all want to do hitting gems before, we, got, before we, we head out of here? We can do it real quick. Um, all right. I'll all go, right. I got one for everybody. It's, um, let me get on my notes real quick before we. Um, I feel like I've been here for like three hours. All right. I've been see. enjoying myself. That's a good time, man. Uh, I got one called Eli. Not Eli Manning, but Eli. Um, so it was a Netflix uh, original. It's a horror movie on uh, Netflix called Eli. Um, it has uh, Sadie Sink from Stranger Things who plays um, Mad Max, the little girl on the skateboard. She's in it. Um, but it's about this little boy who has this disease that he believes he has this certain type of disease. He can't really go outside. He kind of lives in a literal bubble. And so his mom and dad don't know, you know, they're scared for him that he can't have any kind of um, a cold sinus infection will kill him. So they live in, he lives in like a, a bubble wrap and they find this hospital that can treat him and they take him to this hospital and this hospital is like haunted at night. Ghosts talk to him and all this stuff and they're doing these special treatments on him. They try to break this, you know, stem cells and spinal taps and stuff trying to break this disease that they believe he has and after a while he starts talking to different ghosts every night and he's like man this place is scary it's, it's, it's a horror it's a horror movie and uh this place is haunted and everything but these ghosts are really trying to tell him something and come to find out you know he, he never was really sick and at the end of it um it's, it's creepy as hell like he ends up being something else basically huh. and i'll let you guys watch it, it and it, it's it, on netflix so it's, it's on netflix it turns okay. to a different uh, movie kind of it's kind of not like malignant right, but it turns into something else uh he goes from being a sick little boy into um being led on and it's actually like he has a history of something else and so these ghosts are trying to warn him because of that history and uh, it's super dope it's I, I watched the um back in october we've been gone for so long but i watched it back in october but i've seen it two years ago it's been out for about two years now it was on uh netflix back in October of that year of 2019, so uh, it's, it's it's really good. It's gonna shock you at the end and a crazy ending, but it's called Eli, like E L I. That's how you spell it. Looking so, forward yeah, to that. Give that one a try. So, okay. All yeah. right. Well, mine this week is gonna be a movie that just came back on Netflix, and it's one that I own, and um, it's one of those like redemption movies of like uh, finding yourself again. And this is a movie called Begin Again. It has Kira Knightley. It has Mark Ruffalo. Has um, most Def is also in there. Mm-hmm. Most Def is still acting. Yeah, but this is like like I think he changed his name to Yasin Bay or something like that. So oh. I think that's his uh, his uh, Muslim name now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is like one of those movies where um, like uh, Kira Knightley plays like a young like um, young talented like songwriter who's like really shy and nobody really pays attention to her. And then Mark Ruffalo plays like um, this music executive that's like down on his luck and he like finds her singing inside of a bar or whatever. And then he finds her, I guess, at the right point in her life and the right point in his life. And they end up, like, going out making, like, an album together. Mm. And basically, like, she saves his career. She, like, he saves, like, her um, like her career, so to speak. So, basically, like, just two people coming together at the right point in their life and, like, just making something magical with music or whatever. So, it was, it was just one of those movies. And I was shocked that Kira Knightley can actually sing. Huh. I didn't yeah. I didn't know that. So, so good for her. And if for, not for nothing, Mark Ruffalo makes really good movies so yeah. I, I usually trust like what's, his what's movies. the name of the movie again uh begin again begin again all right. 
So yeah, y'all should check that again, out. It's again, on Netflix right now, so y'all can save yourself some time right there right. on Good two stuff. movies tonight. Begin again, Eli. Your recommendations. Yeah. All right, what you got for us? You guys went a little more modern than me. I uh, truly hope that both of you guys have seen the movie. I'm going to put on my hidden gems. It's a mid '90s movie called Dead Presidents. Which oh, great! <laughs> have we seen it? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. So happy to hear that. Bokeem Woodbine, man, I'm a big fan of his. Bokeem. Of all the major actors in that, oh, he the, plays the, in Wu Tang. I forgot about that. He he's a Wolkeem Wu Tang. Yeah, he does. Uh-huh. He's in Wu Tang. Yeah. That is one of the most successful actors of the nineties yeah. decade, and he didn't get a lot of leading roles. But Bokeem Woodbine was in a lot of oh, very good movies in the nineties. Horror movies and everything. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And he was in uh, the Fargo show. Oh yeah. yeah, he's in the Fargo show. Yeah, he had a part in the Fargo show. I forgot about that. I'm looking forward to that. He so, was uh, one of the usually an expendable act character in some movies. He usually gets. At, in he's always home. playing a supporting role. Yeah, always. yeah, yeah. yeah like when you see him in like or a gang like, member or yeah. something like that. Yeah, so. I'm I'm impressed that you guys know who Bokeem Woodbine is because there, there's, there's, right there. there's a lot of bigger stars in this movie. Yeah. Well, and, I, I remember names, so I yeah, Chris Rock and I'm not Chris Rock. Chris Tucker's in there. Yeah, yeah, one of my coworkers pointed out that a lot of my favorite artists don't come out with projects that often. Talk about Sade is in that group. Of course, <laughs> I, uh, wish all they yeah, I wish you'd yeah. make an album more than every ten years. Yeah. But uh, the Hughes brothers are part of a filmmaking elite because uh, their presidents, menace to society, are absolutely classics of the of the nineties decade, and I I do think their presidents get overlooked when we're talking about some of the best movies of the nineties. Um, not only do I want to pinpoint uh, two supporting actors, which I'm glad you point out, Bulky and Woodbine, mm-hmm. but there's two actors in here called. Uh, uh, Keith David, one of the better supporting actors. I can't pl- put a name it. I face it Keith David. Uh, he was the black um, stepfather in something about Mary. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How'd you get oh, the Frank yeah, above oh, beans? Oh, oh. He's funny. Yeah. He he's, he's yeah, playing he does the lot. army commercials. He, yeah. Keith David, yeah. and uh, the best uh, actor in uh, next Friday, uh, Pinky. I uh, wrote this actor's name yeah. down. Yeah. Oh, uh, Clifton. Yeah, he, he, he Clifton come, Powell. He's Clifton the one Powell. that's always harassing him in the pool hall. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And yes. he and messes with that girl, too. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. Uh, Terrence Howard. That was Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard harassed him in the pool hall. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but he uh, was, Clifton he, Powell was the, act, was the dating, drug dealer. Dating yes. the girl that he was seeing. Arguably, yeah. her, oh, arguably the main character's mm-hmm. uh, uh, baby father for his right, girlfriend. Right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But uh, that's one of the... One of the few celebrities I've ever seen in person was uh, George Clooney. When we took a trip to Vegas in uh, just, uh, early 2000s, we saw George Clooney in the Bellagio when they were filming Ocean's Eleven. But before that, three or four years earlier, uh, there was only two black people at Disneyland going through the ticket lines. <laughs> My family <laughs> looked over, and Clifton Powell, who plays Pinky and Friday, mm. and uh, Cuddy in Dead Presidents. That's crazy. That's, I made, that's I'm, I made yeah. eye contact with him. We're the only people who recognize him as an actor, and it was because of Dead Presidents. Yeah, that's, I was like, "That's the guy from Dead Presidents." I made, I'm, it was very. He was there with his it was kids. He had a stroller and everything. That was crazy. But I, I do want to say that the Hughes brothers need to make more movies because um, 
we 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 talked about how conspiracy theory is mainstream here. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the Hughes brothers' movies was a movie called From Hell with Johnny Depp that yeah. deal with Jack the Ripper. Yeah, and uh, they I've seen that. One. I saw that. Never saw From Hell. Yeah, mm-hmm. highly recommended. Uh, highly recommended. But I saw that in the theater, and halfway through that movie, my my older brother, who's nine years my senior, leaned over and said, "Hey, you know the Freemasons are pretty much control of America, right?" This is early two thousands. I had no idea what the Freemasons were, but even that's pop culture. Illuminati, Freemasons, all that's pop culture now. But the Hughes brothers addressed that and even tied that into Jack the Ripper in an early 2000 movie with Johnny Depp before Pirates of the Caribbean, before Johnny Depp was on the A-list. But I want the Hughes brothers because they are one of the more talented filmmakers. And I also want to put a quick shout out to the cinematographer of that movie. I wrote it down. uh, Lisa Rensler, who also did the who was the director of photography of Men's Society. I want to put that on there. And I, I can't recommend that. If you have not seen Their Presence, which I'm sure most yeah. people have seen. Crazy. It's a classic movie. It is man. a classic and of the you, 90s. You want them to get away every time. Like, God damn it. They oh, almost, man. Because uh, oh, what's the name the ball head dude we talking about? He, he he was a priest and he kind of snitched. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he oh, snitched. Yeah, yeah so... Um, and yeah, they almost had it. For sure. Now, it we, wasn't planned quite the way they... Not at all. Yeah, and yeah. we talked about uh, my love of Stanley Kubrick early in the show. Yeah. But he kind of, uh, in Full Metal Jacket in that Pass the Glory movie, he deals with the bad side of human nature when it comes yeah. to war. So does Dead Presidents. Right. I, 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 the, the Vietnam scenes are, are phenomenal as far as some of the atrocities that we did on right. our end. In, in that war and what they did mm-hmm. and uh we the over glorification of the military and how they're treated is addressed greatly in this and the desperation that puts those characters in it's a great movie with good acting great individual characters and putting them in desperate situations film craft at its best dead presidents from 1995 all right hidden jim cool that yeah, we all know that one yeah so. good right, stuff yeah. So that's good having y'all back here, man. Good to be good. back in Glad rhythm be right back, now, man. man. Talking to my I cinematic. I'm so happy you guys invited me. Yeah. Oh. Invited you, you on our team, man. Oh, I, I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. I, I would have yeah. just been happy if you guys came out with another episode, right. let alone bring uh, me back on. Right. You guys, just give me an episode dude, once a week yeah. makes my life you know better. You got spoiled, man. You right, got spoiled. Right, that's yeah. what happens oh. with it. Well, if you thought I was on a tangent this week, I might not even have a job next week. We drafted you. So, yeah. Yeah, we drafted you on our team, and you keep trying to be a free agent. I'm out of here. It's hard to live up to your expectations. You All guys right. do a really good job on All the right, show, man. and I, I don't always feel unworthy, but you guys do great work. I'm happy to be here. All, All right, right. You're, you're on the team right now, man. Just don't come in so dark next time, man. You got it. You got, <laughs> it. You, got all, you got me all depressed. At the right. the show. I'm going to spotlight some comedy. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm right. sorry about Yeah, man, that. happy shit, man. <laughs> so we trying to be entertained, man, not worried about life. Shit. All right. Point taken. All right, man. Thank you all for uh, another episode of Cinemax Advance, man. Like, thank you for sticking in, hanging in with us during this hiatus. But we're going to keep keep it rocking and rolling, man. We're going to get to y'all next week, man. So have a good week. Go watch a movie. All righty. Good night. Stay safe, everybody. Mm-hmm.